Okay, so uh, inventor of ADD and stability control. And uh, the first man to ever venture west of New York City. Terry Earwood, if you could describe your dinner with racers in one word, what would it be? Entertaining. Uh, no, that's not, what was the other one you said? Colbert. 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 That's one word. That's one word. Colbert. That's one word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder Radio. It's a new episode of Dinner with Racers. <laughs> We're too lazy to do the real sound yeah, effects. Yeah, but uh, I <coughs> am uh, in the passenger seat. My name is Sean Heckman. Oh, I'm in the driver's seat, and my name's Ryan Eversley. Boom. There it is. Driver. Champion. Hey, I can do yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're a little punchy because we are wrapping out a four-week journey across 20 states, crossing 8,000 miles to bring you another dozen of free meals with some of your favorite racers. Wow. You really sold that. Yeah. Sold. Speaking of favorite racers, Mr. Spencer Pompelli himself would not let it go until we got Mr. Terry Yearwood on our show. And for reference, this is not a joke. This is dead serious. Terry. He literally claimed he was going to boycott our show yeah. until we got Terry Bear Yearwood I on. have about a dozen text messages from Spencer right. following up demanding on when Terry Yearwood's going to have him. So if you want to tweet Spencer Pompelli and let him know how much you love the Terry Yearwood episode. Terry Yearwood episode, could he shut the f*** up? <laughs> That would be really helpful. <laughs> that would be. Please tweet Spencer Pimpelli. Thanks for killing a guy. Also, shut the f*** up. <laughs> Back to the show. Oh, so. right. So in this trip, we really specialize in a lot of legends of the sport in different different capacities. Uh, and within the motorsport community, Terry is kind of like the legend of driver coaching. We assume most of our listeners are, are more than familiar with the Skip Barber Racing School. And Terry is like the lead instructor and has been forever. He did race. He ran some sedans and some drag racing. And you're going to hear about that in this episode. But what we really know him for is the guy that has been the chief instructor at any kind of racing school and any kind of racing program for decades. Yeah, the Earwood last name is no stranger to racing. His dad, Charlie, was one of the chief stewards for uh, IMSA and, and Sebring and was one of the guys that helped lay out the track design as well. So a lot of history in their sport, especially in Florida and in racing, which then led to Terry's career as well. So some of the things you're going to hear about in this episode, you're going to hear about the Sebring uh, design layout. Yeah, the rise and fall of Skip Barber, which is currently on the rise again. You're going to hear a lot about some dads of some drivers you may be familiar with today. You're going to hear a lot of one-liners and quips, which not all of them were understandable, but I think they were all funny. Terry is a southern gentleman, which is code for I could not understand half of what the shit he was saying. And also, Terry talks fast. Yeah, he do. But he's funny. So anyways, thanks again to Continental Tire and Acura for supporting our show. And to you, uh, Milbrats? Milbrats. The Milbrats. Sure. Yeah, you kids out there. You kids with your crazy podcast listeners. Continental Tire! Wow, Jesus, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, anyways, thanks for buying our stuff and tagging us in it because it's been helping keep the show going, and I'm scared of Sean now. Um, Tony Stewart, anything? This is almost over, right? we got to go. Fine. All right. Cool. Yeah. Play well, the show. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. 
There he is. I'm reading your Facebook profiles. How are oh, you? Oh, yeah, because yeah, I remember this. I remember this scene that you posted about the TSA and the sweet old lady from a couple weeks ago, and I was trying to explain it to Sean. So I'm reading it to him and Terry talk like as fast as I can. You and I know each other, but Sean. So like we go we go as far back as uh, a week ago via text, more or less. So. So normally we kind of jump right in and, and shoot the crap with whoever we're talking to, but a lot of our listeners may not necessarily know your background. So we'll pretend like I'm one of those guys. Uh, so <laughs> so I, I literally everyone in the sports car scene that knows what we do. I mean, just about everyone, even even guys who like uh, one of one of my good friends, John Potter, um, who like who never skip barber uh, exactly. Yeah. That's where I'm going yeah. with this. It's yeah. like he never contributes to who we should have on. Like he, you know, he's not like, oh, you know, who you should get. And then, he, uh, and then he mentioned your name, and Spencer's mentioned your name, and everyone said you got to get Terry Irwood. And all I'm like is, who the fuck is Terry Irwood? Exactly. Like, yeah, I just yeah. keep hearing. And your when name. you leave here, you're gonna <laughs> say the same thing. It, you, you, you know, it, it, it's all downhill from here. It's, uh, they've oversold this, Sean. I'm afraid. There you go. <laughs> I'm just here for the beer. Well, yeah, no, most of our guests are, yeah. So if they bring one. <laughs> All right, so uh, so you're you're a Georgia boy, sort okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was I was conceived yeah, yeah outside of Atlanta, and okay. uh, actually probably the varsity. Uh, <laughs> that that was my parents' first date was at the varsity. The, the one downtown. The one downtown. Oh, that's yeah, sketchy yeah, back yeah. then. Yeah. No, not back then. No. No, no. Right, was it no. before it got rough? Oh, oh, this was way back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When 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 the uh, you know when the black guys would come jump on the hood and they had their numbers and they'd ride with you and take the order and yeah, exactly and, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I still got a couple of little hats. Uh, sure. Uh, but uh, probably anyway. So yeah. So they they they, they grew up there, and uh, and then that's where I was. Uh, but but dad, daddy got transferred a fair amount. So we lived in Alabama for a while. So uh, okay. so I, so I had ten years of my life. I didn't have to wear shoes. I'll <laughs> uh, change underwear, and <laughs> if I had some. And then and then daddy got transferred to Jacksonville. So that became my redneck. So were you military brat? No no da- no. Uh, daddy was. Uh, uh, with Life of Georgia, he, he sold insurance, and okay. so he kept okay. promoting him. And every time they promoted him, he then he got to move him to Florida. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so we wound up there. And, okay. uh, but a big car nut, and his best friend, Uncle Billy Cook, who just passed away, Uncle Billy, uh, and his daddy owned Atlanta Body and Fender, which was the first uh, sports car body shop in the South. So if you wrecked up a, a Mercedes uh, 300 SLR back in 1955, it went to uh, 404 Edgewood Avenue, uh, and and they fixed it. As a matter of fact, uh, Dr. Ed Askren, who was one of the brilliant eye doctors in Atlanta, couldn't see three feet. Uh, he was trying to get a road race around Stone Mountain. And he had, oh, back then, cool. he had the, the power to do that. He yeah. had two identical 300 SLRs. Yeah. His wife only knew about one of them because one sure. of them was always at the body shop. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. He, he loved sports cars and he loved operating, but he couldn't see three feet. Yeah. Or drive. <laughs> uh, or drive. But, uh, but, but so, so, so Uncle Billy was a big car guy and... Uh, and and he took us to our first sports car race in Cortland, Alabama, okay. uh, many 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 years ago, and, and uh, which ironically was the same place. Uh, many years later, I went. I drove my first ever Hemi uh, super stock car, okay. and we happened to be there. So so to answer your question, Dad, Daddy was big into sports cars, uh, and had port, uh, we had the first sports car in Opelika, Alabama, an MGTD, and then uh, in Jacksonville he started buying went into Porsches and. Uh, uh, and also he did this in Porsches. And then when is this, roughly? This was, uh, I went to his driver's school with him in Daytona in 1960. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I got to sit in the back of the driver's school and heard the term heel and toe and, sure. and, and black flag and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, 72, you know, so I was 14 when that happened. I was 14. Um, and Daddy was the uh, 
first chief steward of what is now called the Rolex 24-hour. Back then, it was called the Daytona Continental. It was a three-hour race. Yep. And he was the first chief steward back in the early 60s. Uh, and that's how I started my racing career, sort of. Uh, he was, uh, I guess it was 60 or 61. I was 14 or 15. Uh, anyway, Daddy had taken the Impala to Daytona and left his speedster. And... Uh, he, he knew that the girl next door, back then you could get a license at age 14 in Florida. Okay. And as long as somebody 19 or older was riding with you. So uh, the girl next door was 19, and if I buy a pack of cigarettes, which is a quarter, uh, she <laughs> would ride with me th- through the pack of cigarettes. So I told him I, I might want to go to drag strip over the weekend. And he goes, well, you know, if for some reason you have trouble with your car or whatever. And I had a, an old 53 Chevy, you know, and... Uh, because the minute he left the driveway, I had trouble with it. I pulled the coal wires off of it. And, and uh, <laughs> so, so she couldn't go. But my two best friends, Dave and Johnny, who are still my two best friends, uh, they went with me. They were both 14. 14, 14 is 28. So if you, if you add that up, I had nine years in the bank. Yeah, no, you're totally and, legal. And, and, totally and, and legal. I, and, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. going to be my story. I got okay. stopped. Uh, so, <laughs> so we went up to Fernandina uh, and uh, in my first drag race ever. They had a flag, you know, that stopwatch and flags. Okay. And uh, they goaded me into running. It cost like a dollar. Okay. And... Uh, all we knew was take the spare tire out and, and the uh, air cleaners off. And I'd seen that on TV. So uh, <laughs> we did that. Uh, and they made me run every Corvair. It wasn't an elimination thing. They'd go, no, you're rear engine. you got to run every Corvair this year, like six. So I ran all six Corvairs, which was like Club of the Navy Seals. And, uh, and then I got this trophy. Uh, and, and then it came, ba- it came back. I was 14. Yeah. And uh, so they came back and said, oh, we, we, mis- we misclassified an MGA twin cam, which, oh, man, I... I it's like saying it's an eight twin turbo you got to run. Sure, right. You know, so yeah. I, I was, I said, well, I get to keep this trophy. They go, no, you got to give it back to run. I go, oh, no, don't, don't no. make me do yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I found one of my first trophies, you know. And, right. And, and now my heart was beating so hard. You know, I could have threaded a sewing machine with it running. That's how nervous I was. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I staged up to get the MG, and he spun his one tire about one rotation in the Porsche and wouldn't been a tyrant, you know, it's not. Yeah. So, so uh, we went down and got, but they gave me, like it, like in a county fair. Probably, I got, I'd just like to tell our listeners. It's not sped up. He speaks this quickly. Yeah. Okay, well, I should say. That's fine. No, no, you're great. Yeah, no, no, so, keep going. Uh, but, I but, want but, people to know, like, oh, no, it was at, two, you know, 200% speed. No, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> this, is, this is just how he talks. No. But, but anyway, uh, so, so uh, but just like at the county fair, I got to go to the, to the next shelf. I got to yeah. go to the bigger shelf since I had, sure. you know. You know. Uh, so I, I, I got the trophy and took it home, and Daddy came home at night, and he said, so how was the races? And I go, well, the races were good. Uh, I said, by the way, I, I had to take your car. Yeah, I figured that. And uh, I said, and by the way, I, Johnny and David made me run it. You know, I've been a victim. Yeah, I didn't do it. Of my bad they environment made, my entire life. You know, I've never, ever intentionally <laughs> like gone Like a proper out. racer. Exactly. Right, yeah. right. Uh, my granny used to say, I know, honey, it's a kid you run with. And, and Daddy said, yeah, but it's his 57 Chevrolet they're sneaking out with, you know, so think about it. <laughs> right. But uh, anyway, so, uh, so he came in there and saw the trophy, and he goes, so what? What's the trophy? Well, 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 I won. Well, how'd you do that? And I told him. He had some little bitty SCCA trophies, you know, about sure, three inches yeah. tall. And this, you know, this was like, uh, you know, Venus with a, a clock in her belly. And a uh, big tall trophy. So, <laughs> so uh, I was banned for life plus 30 years uh, <laughs> to ever drive anything again. And then I had to walk to school, which was two blocks. Um, and uh, some of my buddies would come and park their cars in the yard. And we would all walk to school together. Right. And he got tired of the traffic jam. And that didn't last long. So my, 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 my part-time job uh, was uh, cutting grass at his, at his office. And so I was cutting grass the next afternoon. And, and, uh, and his guys were coming out. Hey, man, your dad's been bragging about you all day. I'll go, bragging about me? I can't sit down. And, and, and he's bragging about Yeah. Right. yeah go, well, how cool is that? So then the very next Sunday, my brother... Steve, uh, who owns Rockingham Dragster, by the way, uh, okay. have a big NHRA week uh, this weekend, and uh, my and, and Johnny, one of my 14-year-old best friends, uh, they're sitting on his 55 Chevy hood, and Johnny's filming it with a Bell and Howell eight millimeter, sure. you know, and he goes, you know, 
through these lenses, it looks just like your daddy's Porsche coming down the drag strip. And sure enough, it, it was. Daddy snuck down there to win a trophy bigger than mine <laughs> and without telling anybody. So when he finally did, he quit. He, so he, ran, he drag raced twice and, right. and got that. Right. But, uh, so that's sort of how we got accidentally started. And, uh, but, but like I said, sports car racing was, you know, he took us to Sebring every year back mm-hmm. then. And, and uh, he never missed a Sebring from 57 to 2006, I guess. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, so yeah, so the, God bless them. They, they let me, you know, they, I, I lasted a whole six months in college. Sure. Because uh, that's how long it takes to flunk out. <laughs> and uh, went to the Rolex 24 and never went back. You know, so I go, so, uh, so they, they, they didn't support me financially, but they were they were they didn't you know, mind they were good about it. Yeah, yeah. They, you know. we, we sat down. We just did a trip to Florida a few weeks ago, and we were trying to get you then, I believe, too. But you were actually out of town. I think you're up, up, uh, yeah, running a school or something. Well, yeah, well, I'm gone 220 days a year. Right. You know, that's one of the 18 and a half reasons I'm not married. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, but Julie's going to be an exception, too. She's she got a chance. Uh, Long as we live in two different states, she's, she's good. right. She's yeah, good. long distance. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, yeah, I'm, I'm back with the old with a new Skip Barber Racing right. School, right. Uh, leading that. Matter of fact, we just did a uh, gig for uh, FCA in uh, Willow Springs uh, yesterday. Okay. Yeah, uh, just flew in from Willow, uh, and then also I'm the driving driving orientation manager slash driver coach for Trans Am Series. Right. This is my third year with Trans Am, and so when we were on that trip, we got to sit down with. Uh, not only Joe Vardy, mm-hmm. but Jack Baldwin. Oh, my. And so lots oh of stories my. from back in the day. Your name kept coming up on the drag strip stuff before the road racing stuff. That's even. how I met those guys. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So talk us through the scene back then because they both had kind of different ways of looking at it. And I'm kind of curious on yours because you had a lot of success and drag racing continued on even after those guys kind of went different directions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joe was the first one to go road racing. Yeah. Uh, yeah they would, back then I was managing Gainesville Drag Strip. Home of the Gator. My name was on the first Gator Nationals contract. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and that's how I started teaching. Is the local cops came out uh, right. to bar the parking lot because they crashed every car but one in in, in uh, <laughs> Alachua County, Florida. So me and two real cops went to L.A. and uh, went through their sheriff's department school and came back. We, so we did the first ever police pursuit school inside okay. the Mississippi River in 1972. Uh, so we so I was teaching during the week and then we were racing on the weekends and uh, so we would drag race on Saturday night. And then water ski on Sunday. Joe taught me how to water ski. Mm-hmm. Uh, not real well. Uh, he he, he, he tried to tell me to let go of the rope. And, and I still, till today, you know, I didn't want, I figured if I let go of the rope, they'll leave me. You know, so a <laughs> right, so, uh, right. little mistake there on my part. It wasn't a big lake. Uh, I, I realized I could have walked ashore if I hadn't hung on to the lake and separated all my ribs. But, uh, <laughs> but and I forgot, I'm about over. Uh, so, and about healed. Uh, so, so Vardy, and, and actually, we all went to California together. We went to the Winter Nationals okay. uh, in like 1971 together or two. Uh, and back then, two, two guys had moved in with me with a 1970 Hemi Cuda convertible, okay. the Bowers Brothers. So I was driving that for them. Uh, and matter of fact, that's why I finally got fired from the drag strip. Is they, they said, "Hey, you, you can't you can't race here and work here." Right. I go, okay, I'll go racing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, may or may not have been a cr- good career change move, but it was fun uh, at the time. So I still talk to cops. So, so that's how I started with Joe, and, 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 and I kept the Hemi car, uh, which we actually eventually, uh, the guy I went to work for, Steve Bagwell in Atlanta, bought the car from the Bowers Brothers, 5000 bucks, uh, and then put a $5,000 paint job on it. The, car, the paint job cost more than the car. Uh, ironically, it was one of the original 19 cars. I didn't realize it was only 19. Didn't care. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's the car we wound up winning Indy, the U.S. Nationals, with in 1973. I got runner-up in 71. The good Lord let me go up there and win class in a, in a Hemi Challenger. But then to come back in 73 and win it, uh, I go, well, the good Lord just has blessed me all my life. <laughs> and it uh, has. Uh, so, you know, so we got to win that. And, and actually, I was going to uh, Georgia State Patrol School, had signed up to teach at Road Atlanta. Right. Uh, and through my daddy, they knew that I'd been teaching cops because they had no idea what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
as if that's changed. And <laughs> I went, so I went up there and uh, worked with uh, uh, Dave Slaughter and Earl Walker, the two guys that founded that road at Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, to, and, and set up the Georgia State Patrol curriculum in 73. But then I went Indy <laughs> two weeks later, so I did not go back. to t- and, and they hired Jack Baldwin instead. So, right. so the, the Jack took what would have been my spot teaching mm-hmm. the State Patrol, but I, I, I still went drag racing another six years. Sure. Uh, so, so, but so I knew Jack because Jack, Jack and Vardy were great about finding guys that had money. Okay. And uh, and, and they would kind of into oh hey here, here's, here's what you need to buy. So I remember I know Jack showed up with a brand new 442 of some kind with uh, with a rich guy hanging the kid hanging onto it. Uh, and the same thing with Vardy. He, they they just always sniffed out some some guys that could afford to finance them. So then Joe went road racing as you know. Yeah. Uh, won the first ever Dodge uh, front drive race. Right. Ever and, and he taught me the front drive when when Vard, we switched over with Rossi to uh, to front drive. Joe mm-hmm. taught me that and raced with us a lot. Uh, Joe did my first ever passing talk. He was in the right seat, and I was chasing down a guy at Road Atlanta in turn one, and about to start finish line, which you know where that is. Uh, he said, you going to pass that guy or not? I go, well, I think so. He goes, well, well pass him. He said, y- y- here's my passing talk. See the guy in front of you? Get him behind you. <laughs> I can do that. So, so I peeled out at the start finish line, uh, you know, which is, as you know, is, is two miles early. Uh, and I got around the guy. Now, it took us an hour to get the car back t- into the property. Right. But, uh, but yeah, because there was no, no tire wall back then. It was just, <laughs> just uh, up Norcross. Yeah, yeah, right. Norcross. Yeah, we're out of a Norcross. So, so Vardy taught me the path. And they wanted to join Skip Barber. I realized, oh, there's a, there's a technical way to do this. Right, you know, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. way. Yeah. How funny is that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you met those guys a long time ago. In fact, I texted Joe earlier today, and I was like, hey, we're having dinner with Terry. I need, I need to, give me like a word. And he just said water skis. Yeah. He yeah, asked yeah, about water skis. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so he's standing on the dock. And, 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 and he's going, I'm going to show you how to do it. Standing on the dock, and, and, and the boat takes off, you know, and he times it right to hop in the water. Yeah. I go, no, no, no. I've seen, I've seen Cypress Gardens. They, 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 they take off in the water. Yeah. You know, they, 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 you know, and he said, no, it's, it's just like, you know, like, like you know, like, like my first day, her mom said, hold your knee, you know, put, put an ass from between your knees. And, uh, and I go, darling, how are we going to dance? I was later. She admits something else. That uh, was her, her mama. God bless her. Um, <laughs> Suzanne's mom. The, uh, yeah. And so that aspirin thing. Anyway, so uh, it it uh, it dissolves in water. And and and, and so Vardy takes his shirt off. Go, next time you see him, make you take your damn shirt off. Okay. And and he's got a thousand scars on his back, oh. which he says was in the war. He ain't been in a damn war. Uh, I he guarantee did that to me they're, too. They're, they're dock scars. <laughs> I bet you a dollar they're dock scars. Right. Right. So I go, nah, no, I'm late in the war yeah. with aspirin between my knees, like Suzanne's mama told. Her. <laughs> he convinced me he got shot in the war, but then we interviewed him. I forgot to ask him he's, about he's it. He's pointing to Sean, not me. Yeah, but he never, he never, uh, Vardy. Okay. never mentioned it. His time in the service. When we yeah, interviewed don't, him. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, 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 yeah. So full of the it. only service he had was a service revolver pointed at him one time when he got pulled over on I seventy five. So was Jack as uh, as convinced? Jack Baldwin was he? Yeah, Jack Baldwin. When you when you met him, had he already invented everything in in the sport? Because when we met him. It was it was really surprising to learn that he invented like he, you know pretty much uh, everything you've yeah. ever like so first person to put silver ink on a black silver t-shirt. ink on a black T-shirt according to him um, he's uh, probably ABS fuel injection yeah <laughs> was he bigger than life back then no, too? no he was not okay. no no he was just yeah. he was just just Jack from okay. from uh, no I know for a fact. That he did not, because uh, Jim Clark says he invented the pelvic thrust. Now, two of his girlfriends oh. and his wife said they didn't think so. Okay, uh, okay. But, but uh, that's my buddy from uh, uh, Greenville there. Um, I invented electronic stability control. Okay. But I never bothered Chrysler with it. 
Uh, probably should have. Back when we, you know, we, we had Dodge Vipers uh, with Skip Barber, and there's never a better car to give you a power hook right. in the whole world. So, right. the, so, so the students would get the car sideways with a big old fat you know, full throttle, and, and as you know, when it hooked up with that good steering rack, right. you know, you literally wound up at Atlanta Airport. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so so I had the guys go to AutoZone and get us some uh, toggle switches yeah. and hook them to the fuel pump. So, so and, 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 and it just taped it to the, to the emergency uh, brake, uh, which they gave us something to hang on to. With all the horsepower, it didn't do that. Right. But uh, yeah. but so so with the minute they got the car sideways, you just kill the toggle, you know, kill the fuel pump, and the car would calm down after a few minutes, of yeah, yeah. and then you could straighten the wheel back out, you know. Now the long the, the the more steering he left in it, the longer you had to leave the pump off, obviously. And right. boy, talk about a big backfire, you know, if the guy was really stupid uh, or had slow hands, <laughs> yeah. and he go, "What was that?" I go, "Don't worry about it." He goes, "Well, I caught that." I go, hey, "You're great. You're really good." Yeah, you uh, saved it. Yeah, you saved it. Yeah. <laughs> so I wore out more toggle switches than we did tires. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> and so I, so technically I invented electronic stability control. I just never charged anybody for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the drag racing stuff you start doing the road racing stuff and what i think surprised me when i learned this you know not that long ago actually was that you guys used to do 24-hour basically what would be the continental tire series now style racing yeah you guys did 24-hour races almost everywhere it seemed like yeah and, and see the, the continental tire was us uh, that it, it evolved from the own firehawk right. series right you know and yeah. uh, and then the motorola cup and toyo exactly. Cup, and, and yeah. then grand and bottom out uh yeah so that's how it started but we were showing stock cars back then yeah we, we ran 24-hour mossport 24-hour at uh uh at the glen we just glen. Did six of those man yeah. awesome that's just awesome yeah. once you get over your first one then you realize how to you know take take a dry suit uh you know because at two o'clock in the morning that right. red cold suit you know and yeah it wasn't where i peed in necessarily but but it was just <laughs> waiting stuff. uh you know see so you know so I, yeah i love the 24-hour stuff at night you you know you can only see that with headlights so you just right. your focus is pretty narrow uh as mine usually is anyway but uh it, it was easy to to do at night and it was cool you know and uh, nice and cool at night stuff so so big fun i realized i'm enjoying and ironically mossport you know uh by the time i switched over to honda and, and drove from mark hine out of clearwater uh and Lance Stewart was on the team, yeah, and uh, yeah. uh, John Green from California was my, 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 my main co-driver. But anyway, we were like a third class down. There was Grand Sports Sports, and we were touring then, uh, and we were getting awesome gas mileage. Yeah. So once we got a little lead on the pack, we just started running fifth gear where to set and the other. Uh, wound up coming in third overall, overall, and but I knew for a fact that it was going to be better than that because the Firebirds, John Henrici and those guys, yeah. would come in and get gas when we did. And I go, Steve, you wonder can see this ain't right. There's, there's no way <laughs> this car is getting Honda gas mileage. Right. And sure enough, uh, Raffoff and those guys, the minute they came in, they made them dump the gas tanks. And there's like 40-gallon tanks in the damn thing. Right, right. You know, yeah. so they threw them out. Uh, and so we, we wound up winning first overall. Oh, now, no unfortunately, Heinrich and those guys had already gotten the big Olympic watches or whatever they were giving sure. away at the time. Sure. You know, and, uh, and even till today, uh, 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 John Heinrich would walk up and go, hey, Terry, you got the time? I go, no, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't. You don't. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, and I still love the guy, but I'm about over it. Uh, so actually, <laughs> Yeah, wound up winning 24 overall. And the neat part about that is, is what happened, Ryan, like you, you know, because you, your, your racing made you a better instructor, and, and your instruction made you a better racer. I and, so, yeah. and, and, and that's how I got started, because I had never road raced. I taught at Summit Road Atlanta mm -hmm. with Doc Bundy, but I never had done it other than getting my SEC license. Sure. Yeah. Know, which, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you got 75 bucks. Yeah. Uh, and can you fog the mirror? So we did that. Uh and obviously, I must have skipped the flag talk, but that's another story. So <laughs> when I joined Skip, he wanted me to go road racing, and I got a chance to go with, with, with Rossi. And so, therefore, I would, I would learn from the best. Uh, Bruce McGinnis and all those guys mm -hmm. were teaching back then, still are. Yeah. I was with Bruce last week. Uh, and so I would take the information I learned this week to the Watkins Glen or Road sure. America or, or wherever. And then 
learn from, you know, you're in the car usually four hours. Yeah, a lot. Or, or yeah. Two, two or three hours at a time. So you got nothing to do but learn. Yeah. Uh, and we had no data back then. We had our redneck data. And that's why, you know, running with Dorsey and Jeremy Dale and Garth Ullman and Steve DeBrecht and some awesome guys is you would come in and we would sit down and go over a map going, what kind of speed? That's all we have is a speedometer. What kind sure. of speed do you see? The in stock one, right? Yeah, coming on the front straight. Yeah, yeah. coming on the front straight at Road Atlanta. You know, well, I'm getting 98. Of course, Dorsey always had two miles an hour. He, he always lied to oh, about two. Okay, so he knew Johnny O'Connell. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> you know. Uh, and, of course, you would try it. And, and, and so so they finally put a, a – we were doing a thing for MTV. MTV? Uh, and uh, they put a camera in the car. So Dorsey's coming, you know, flat out through turn 12. So he's coming out of turn 11, coming out of turn 11, and coming down the hill that rode Atlanta to turn 12. And you hear the, bah, bah, go, whoa, 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 play that back, play that back. Right. Uh, I thought just flat out, something wrong with the tape. The tape's wrong. <laughs> I, yeah. I, well, the tape's lifting in the middle of the turn. Right, yeah, right. To, to turn the damn thing in. So yeah. you had to watch Dorsey about that. But, but he was fast. The guy, yeah. Dorsey had, had more natural talent than anybody I've ever met. But he had no discipline. Uh, and, and when we you know, do hot laps of the autocrosser stuff, you know, I go, no, you can't hit the damn cones, man. Cones right. are crashes. Right. And uh, he still bitches about that today. But it made him more disciplined. Right. And and then he gave us all, all his techniques, so we copied him. And so we all, we all got better off of each other. Sure. Uh, because we had a lot, a lot of rental drivers, and they'd come in there and to keep them, A, keep them alive, and B, I might have to drive with this, with yeah, this right. guy. Yeah, right. So, so we had to coach them. So so we, yeah. so we were coaches in addition to racing on the weekends, and, and it all worked for everybody. We had... Uh, and that was that was one of the greatest. Seri- it was the greatest series ever because we had so many new people you could bring in. Hey, for three thousand bucks, you could run for a whole weekend. Right. And during, yeah. I, I guarantee you eight hours in the car. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, so we took a bunch of Joe Pezzes of the world, and and they became good drivers. He, he won a championship or two later. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so it was just I was just so so lucky to be with all those good people and right. good cars. Yeah, uh, and to be around Vardy. I mean, we we were always pitting near Vardy, uh, and. Uh, uh, and, jo- and Wallace, but because they they literally were so smart on strategy, mm-hmm. uh, on on fuel mileage and where pace cars were, and man, I I, I stole a lot of information from Joe, right, uh, and fr- and from Wallace on that. Yeah, we're here in 2018. He just won another championship. They just won the GS class of the Continental Tire Series. Yeah, which I think is like his fifth in the last seven years or something ridiculous. Yeah, and, um, and it's not from speed. I mean, the guy is probably one of the yeah. sharpest guys I've ever been. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Donnie Wallace. That's a joke. Don Wallace. I'm curious about how they're going to BOP strategists. Like strategist rankings, yeah, they'll find a way to do that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Smokey Unix, one of my favorite all-time people. If you read one of his books, I mean, literally, yeah, we're, he, he's yeah. the only reason we have a rule book. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's the man. Was the man. No, I never got to. No, no, no. I, I got to. I got to see the the uh, uh, four fifths sixty six surveil he built for Curtis Turner. Uh, yeah, and I got to see him barrel roll that down the front straightaway in Atlanta. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, but I never did get to actually uh, work with him. Got got his autograph at the SEMA show many years uh, right before he died. That's still know, pretty cool. On, on, a big, yeah. on a big poster of that Chevelle. Yeah, so that's awesome. I wouldn't take much for that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so, I, so the good Lord let me go drag racing. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, we won the uh, U.S. Nationals and, and got runner up there and won several others. And, and I wound up, uh, matter of fact, if you, if you saw Garlitz, I'm, I was on the monument out front, and, and you got to get on your knees, uh, as <laughs> I, as, just like sponsorship. But, but uh <laughs> uh, on the 19, uh, anyway, we, we were indicted, inducted in that Hall of Fame in uh, in 96, uh, and then another one up in North Carolina, so I was, I was blessed there. And then the good Lord let me go road racing, and we, actually, I'm, I'm the winningest driver in the Firehawk series. That's right, yeah, I remember so, that. Uh, so yeah. I wound up uh, with just good co-drivers and good cars, um, and won that championship finally in 96. Right. We, I got runner up four times to my teammates because back then they gave a point for the pole, and 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 I I couldn't sit on a pole if, if, we, if unless it was we about, Yeah, Johnny O'Connell was telling us a similar story about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the pole. Yeah, I, I, right. I lost three because of poles. Yeah, man. And uh, but 
but, but I'm about over that too. Uh, <laughs> but, but, no, no, but I finally won it in '96, so that that was fine. Thanks right. to Mark Hine and John Green and that team, uh, and that was a fun deal. And then uh, Skip came through. Uh, I, I was I was the instructor at Road Atlanta, and right. Skip Skip came to town. Skip Barber came to town with the BMW deal, and he said, "Hey, if you want to join the circus, uh, sure. here, here's my business card." And a true story. So uh, every Friday night we went to a little Chinese restaurant, uh, and uh, and the fortune cookie that Friday night said, uh, "You must travel." To earn your fortune. Now they were wrong about the fortune part, but uh, <laughs> but, but I never. So so, and mom and dad wanted me to get a, get, get out of the Whittingtons that uh, I was working for them at Rogan sure. Island. and uh, so that, so they said uh, call Skip, and he said I need you in Riverside, California, Monday week. I go, I don't know where that is, but I'll find it. And I never looked back. Yeah. You know, so I've been with him 34, 34 years. Yeah. So what did you do with the Whittingtons? They bought Road Atlanta. Yeah, all oh right. Okay. And, and, yeah. and that's how that, that's how they hired me. I'd gone in there and set up Georgia State Patrol School in '73 for, ah, for, okay. for Arthur Montgomery and, and, yep. and the original owners. And then when the Whittingtons bought the track in '78, Glenda Burns uh, was there was sort of the girl Friday, and so they fired all the office staff except her. So she wound up being general manager. And uh, Glenda said. Uh, you know, it'd be neat to have the driving school crank back up. Uh, and and uh, they said, well, what do you what do you need? And he goes, well, Terry Yearwood, probably. So the Whittington's hired me to be there. Right. Driving instructor. Okay. Uh, How old are you at the time? Uh, I have to do the math. My best subject was math. C plus, ninth grade, third try. What was that? Uh, so that was 78. So I was, I was, I was, I was old. 30, I was 30. Okay. Um, and, uh, and they would send me some of their friends. To, to get their licenses. Uh, one little guy named Randy Lanier, as a matter of fact. We've heard uh, of him. Who was probably one of the best natural guys uh, in the story I've ever ridden with. Yeah. yeah. He had a little F production Porsche feature like my daddy had. Uh, and, and, and Randy was on the wheel. Randy just had some natural talent. Yeah. Yeah. Really did. We interviewed him. He was basically a construction worker that yeah. started selling grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it well, wasn't like he grew up well, racing go karts. Well, when I met him, he supposedly uh, uh, rented jet skis in Davie, Florida. Oh, I'm sure oh, he that was, too. was a jet yeah. ski renter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure right. he did hire a few jet skis. Yeah, so. yeah, why not? Yeah, probably so. So, yeah. so when you first meet the Whittingtons, you're about 30. They want you to start a school. Do you have any idea? And by the way, we sat down with Don two years ago. Two we years sat ago. down with Don and Randy on the same day. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it was incredible. Oh, Just by, cool. yeah. by circumstance. Yeah, yeah. you got to listen to the – well, at least Randy's episode's fantastic. I'll go back, yeah. Um, but we, we sat down with them, and, you know, Randy was very open about everything because yeah. he did his time. Yeah. You know, he's happy to say anything he wants to say. Yeah. Um, Don was a little bit more – uh, reluctant to share what the rumors, if the yeah. rumors were true, if they were true or, what was up to you know, he yeah. played played coy on a lot of things. But either way, we kind of know the history yeah. as it's been told. What uh, what was your take first meeting? Like, did you have any idea what the backstory was on those guys? No, the, the rumors were out there for everybody. Sure. You know, and, and I still hear people today about, yeah, they used to land the planes on the backstory. Well, they did, but yeah. so the, but, right. but 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 just a little little tiny tiniest thing they had the yeah. Piper Cub or something. Sure, sure. Because the P fifty one would not land on the backstory at Road Atlanta. Right. And, and 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 there was no drugs involved. They, they they would just come in literally in the middle of a school and uh, yeah. and land and and spend a day or two with me and Janet Upchurch who wound up running the track, uh, and then fly back out. You know, so so uh, there was no there's no. But by that time, the time by the time we met them, I think they were all done with that they okay. had made their fortune uh so it was never discussed it was sure. all rumor stuff but they already had the money yeah right. uh at road atlanta those red buoys that are up on the power lines were those there before the winningtons no okay yeah they were put up later okay yeah, yeah exactly yeah 
<laughs> exactly. But but they like I said, they just had a little a little pipe or something, a little, yeah. little tiny plane to land yeah, there when yeah. they were messing around. Otherwise, I wound up taking Don to Gainesville Airport half my life. Sure. And uh, <laughs> and he'd hop in a P fifty one. And yeah. I always regret because I get, I think I probably had two seats. I always regret not asking for a ride. Right. I yeah. Really would have loved to have said I rode a P fifty one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, precious metal. It was all aluminum. It was all polished. Uh-huh. No paint. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So that, uh, that's doing it right, buying a P fifty one with your yeah. with your fortune. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. they, they were big air racers. I yeah, mean, they were big. I think they still racers. are involved a bit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So your first your first uh, experience with Skip Barber then is because he came to Road Atlanta. Yeah, with a BMW, BMW riding driver. Yeah, and I joined the circus and uh, and so he sent me in June. That was in '84. He sent me in June to to Lime Rock to to audit the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I sent him Bruce McGinnis and uh, John McComb. Uh, who was a Trans Am racer way back, okay. and uh, Bill Prout. Uh, and the second day, my granddaddy passed, and I had to fly back to Atlanta. But but so at least, so, so my, my first school, I sat in and also did the flag talk and something else. So it was C1, D1 kind of thing. Right, uh, right, sure. And then along that tour, um, Skip and I were sitting at a bar somewhere, and uh, we were doing a lot of autocross, you know, sl- sliding the cars around. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was telling more and more salesmen, yeah, we're going to start teaching that at Skip Barber. So finally, Skip one night said, by the way, when are we going to start teaching this autocross stuff you're talking about? I go, I'm going to tell you about that. <laughs> you know, I, I saw your school, and I love it. You know, you, you're teaching some good stuff. Uh, but there's no car control. There's no, right. there's a little slalom, you know, and you finally lift it and hit the guardrail. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I go, this can't be right. Right. Anyway, um, BMW was sitting two, two bar stools down and said, uh, you guys talking about a, a driving school with cars? Cars, cars? Instead of Formula Fords? I go, yeah. And they go, you know, we've been looking for an American driving school. Go, but right place, right time. Yeah, right. Yeah. How, how lucky yeah, is that? Up, yeah. And so, so Skip said, what do you need? I said, I need a skid pad and an autocross. And he goes, all right, we've got to be in Savannah in two nights. Uh, change your flight in the morning and, uh, and fly to Hartford, Connecticut, and, and rent your little car and go over there and lay it out. And he never asked what the curriculum is or nothing. He just go lay it out. Uh, and I, w- I went up there. And I'll never forget. So, uh, you know, I'm a southern redneck. So, so, so I'm sitting there in, in, in an Eastern Airlines plane. And, and the pilot goes, hey, if you look out the left side of the plane, you'll see the Statue of Liberty. I go, oh, shit, I got on the wrong plane. Because everybody knows that New York's as far as you can go. Right. You know, I had no idea <laughs> that there was land beyond New York. Right, and, you right. know, all, all my maps growing up in, in, in Duval County, Florida, which was actually unaccredited the three years I was in the 10th grade. Uh, so <laughs> all my maps went to, like, New, uh, Chattanooga said, unfriendly territory. You know, I had no idea unfriendly what Unfriendly territory. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm looking over the Statue of Liberty. Liberty going, I'll never see this again because I'll never see Skip again because I don't know where I am. And then, and, <laughs> I, and, and you're probably not going to believe this, but believe it or not, you can land in Connecticut and still see New York. So I did that. Uh, and went out there and I rented a little Chevy Chevette, a little tiny $7 yeah, a week right. uh, Chevette. And kept getting stuck in the sand. A guy named Butch, he, he was their, their, their track maintenance guy back okay. then. Big, he was bigger than, bigger than a Chevette. And he could pick me up, move me out of the ruts. And about the fourth time he said, look, here's a chain. Fix just, yeah, just yeah. fix it. Fix right, it. Right, yeah. I won't get stuck again, I promise. Don't make my problem. Yeah, so, yeah. so I laid out the skid pad and across the 84 and BMW sent the cars. And, and, and that's how we started the Skip Barber Driving School as we know it today. Okay. Uh, and uh, it, we were very lucky. And then later Dodge came in. But uh, so that was a lucky deal. So, so therefore, I went and taught the driving school for a long time. You know, did a little bit of the, ra- the racing school mm-hmm. stuff, but mainly mainly all driving school. Uh, but it, but any, any new new people we had instructors like yourself right. coming in we put them in two days of driving school first right so we had the communication skills you know we'd ride with them on the skid pad and and and, and they ride with us and we'd be the st- in, in student from hell and right. and everything and uh, and we'd have we'd have a gong show once a year and bring them down to sebring and uh, my best gong show ever we uh, lance stewart robbie gordon david murray uh peter cunningham bar said talk about now back then none of us were 
Yeah, you're just people. Yeah, yeah. Those are we're just people. names that don't we matter. Were people. Yeah. We were people. Yeah. I'd heard of Gordon a little bit. Yeah. So Gordon shows up the next day, and a big, he's rented a big old Lincoln Town car. He's got no hood on it. And uh, anybody know where the hood went to the <laughs> car? He goes, oh, man. He said, damn this thing. We were passing a car on the, on the way back to the motel, and it blew off. I go, really? You know, between passing the car and blowing off, is anything in between there you want to? Oh, well, we were passing on the right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, 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 got a, and got a culvert, uh, you know, in a driveway. And, and, and actually, they go, yep, we cleared two driveways before we landed. The other guys were bragging about that. Uh, and of course, they didn't go back and get the hood. But, but that's how it right. And, and back then, we had a figure eight skid pad. Okay. And, and, and in the M3 BMWs, Robbie could keep that thing All the way. looking out the side window yeah. in the figure eight. Until you just got tired riding. Right. You know, yeah. I, I giggled like a schoolgirl. Right. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, what a great, fun, fun. And, and, and I had one little guy, buddy of mine from Atlanta, also in the school, and he flunked out the first hour. He goes, I, I can't match any of this. Uh, right. Just sit and watch. I said, this is going to be amusing. Right. And it was. It was just. So, so I got to meet some of the world's best, best people and meet. And then we wound, wound up buying panos. And, and, you, and you guys were there. Man, yeah. I was trying to, I was telling Julie about that story about, you know, some awesome people there at Road Atlanta yep. that uh, we got to work with. And it's that's where I first s- met you. Yeah, it's all the same so world. Backing it up a couple of years. Uh, when you first meet Skip and you start making that transition to kind of running his deals, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not really a fact per se, but uh, a lot of people sort of accept the idea that when you start doing that, you've given up on your racing career. Um, was there any of that with you that you're like, ah, do I really want to start doing all this stuff because I'm being taken away from doing all these these firehawk races and whatnot? Actually, Sean, no. Uh, yeah. Don't see, back then I wasn't running firehawk yet. Okay. I, I, I hadn't road raced yet. I mean, oh, literally, I, okay. I had been a drag racer. I quit okay. the drag car to go teach. I really, okay. I, I, I am a professional driving coach. I, right. I quit to go teach because I, I, I love seeing the improvement. I don't care who you are, or how yeah. old you are, and, 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 and you know that as an instructor, Ryan. Uh, so, so I... I well, yeah. So A, I'd had a bad year in my drag car, and B, daddy, 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 and da- daddy bought a houseboat uh, on Lake Lanier, uh, and, 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 and I sat there. I got there one Sunday, and and they're grilling shrimp on on a, on a on a grill kind of thing, and and there's all these little women walking around in tiny tiny suits. I go, you, you know, I haven't seen anybody change a transmission or or a rear end in like a couple hours. You, you guys just do this every Sunday. I go, yeah, we just sit here and drink and look at the girls and eat shrimp, and I go, yeah. huh. <laughs> and then I was offered to go teach school at Rhode Atlanta. I go, hmm, maybe the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, Someone's so, telling me something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but then, so, so then I went road racing later after I joined Skip. Okay, I, I okay. Skip because, okay. Because I told Skip, I said, look, uh, I got a chance to go run, run this Dodge. And he goes, yeah, I would like my chief instructor to be able to say he could turn left or right at the end of a quarter mile. So uh, please go. I mean, yeah. he encouraged yeah. us to race. Oh, because yeah. the credibility is that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the good news is that Skip had to fly me in and out of Lime Rock every week. So I'd fly out of Lime Rock to Road America. And mm-hmm. then back to Lambert. Right. You know, or, or so, so I never had to pay a nickel for any kind of airfare or anything because sure. Skip was doing that. Yeah. Uh, and he wanted his instructors, obviously, to be road racers and the best road racers. So, yeah. so he really encouraged us to race. Uh, so no, it wasn't a matter of leaving, leaving one career to do right. the other. One was, one was actually enhancing the other. So just, so just random questions here that I'm just thinking of. Um, I've only one, done one ride and drive in my life on the coaching side. Um, what is the biggest red when somebody walks in to a three-day school, a one-day school, ride and drive, whatever it is? What is the biggest red flag within the first twenty minutes to know that that guy's going to be the problem? He's got racing shoes. <laughs> okay. okay, brand new. Right. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brand okay. spanking new racing yeah. shoes. Yeah. Maybe new gloves. Okay. And especially if he stuck his gloves up in that epaulet thing or whatever you call that up on the shoulder of the racing suit. Wait, people do that? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I had a guy like that, and I go, "Hey, uh, I'll give you five bucks if you ride with him. I'm not going." Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. He put, you know, he's got number one. He's got brand new shoes. They're on the wrong feet. You know. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, 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 there's a clue there. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, no, we, we've had, well, but it's hard to tell. It's hard yeah. to tell. I mean, yeah, every time, you know, once in a while, I don't know how many instructors say, he was the last guy you'd have thought would have gone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, we could weed out some really bad habits here for any you know, future racers. Say, like, yeah. Here's yeah. Another, the first thing I would say is when you show up already in a racing suit, Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. like. Because I've guarantee never it. done yeah. Skippy, but yeah. uh, yes. do you supply those things? Well, we we supply them, but, okay. but a lot of guys like to bring their own. Yeah, okay. and also uh, after the first day, because you don't necessarily want them swapping in and out, you might say, hey, hold on to that one for the next two days. Yeah, sure. You, know, you don't want to sure. put off someone else's dirty one. Yeah. So yeah. we'd do that at the Pano School, and there was two gas stations very close to Road Atlanta on either direction. Uh, and so we'd go in, you know, get a coffee before you go to the track, and, sure and you'd see guys in the suits, and it's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, we tell the guys, hey, if you wear your suit to supper, a lot of restaurants around here, being a racing town, give you a discount. <laughs> and, 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 and it's hard to tell that with a straight face. You're, you're exactly right. 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 Uh, but right. you don't know how many guys go, yeah. I, I didn't get my damn discount last night. I go, right. oh, man. Well, I mean, it's, you know, oh, you, wow. did you have it zipped up right? A lot of yeah, people were taking pictures of me from yeah, a few yeah, feet away. Exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah, you go to yeah, breakfast yeah, in a Ferrari yeah. challenge race. We did. Yeah, a, we did. Exactly. A, P- P- Porsche. I had a deal years ago where if you bought a rear drive Porsche, because I couldn't give them away, uh, the 928s, uh, you, you get two schools. So all the doctors and gynecologists that bought the damn things gave them to whatever teenager was in their family or right. on the street. So these people, these derelicts would show up at two-day school, <laughs> and we made a mistake. Of, take your suit home today, and, and, uh, and, and you know, because we give them rev limits, you know. And, and right. We're in a little Formula Fords. Right. And, and, right. and so, so we lose half the suits. Half of them wouldn't show yeah, back up. Right. So well, we had to quit giving the suits out. No, take the suit off and leave it here. Yeah, you know, right. if you come yeah. back. Good. If you don't, you, we ain't lost a damn suit. Yeah, because they wouldn't come back. They weren't serious about it. They right. were dedicated. We got, you got RPM limit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got RPM limit. Yeah, you don't go float to valve covers. Uh, so we, that was do you guys do uh, track days or anything like that? Like, we used to host a track days at Road Atlanta where people could bring their own cars. and. Yeah, uh, uh, the, the guys in New Jersey do, yes. I haven't had to, I hadn't had to fool with that yet. Uh, but what I have had to fool with is... Uh, you know, because we, we got Mustangs now, and we got two seats. And, and so, therefore, you know, we – and, and it, right now, part of the curriculum is skid pad and autocross. That's the yeah. first morning. So, yeah. so we do that. Cool. So, right quick, and I do all skid pad stuff. Right quick, you tell, hmm, I got a couple students maybe I need to ride with first session. Yeah, right. Uh, so, I literally uh, – thanks to Toto and the guys uh, that set me up with the best communicator I ever had through yeah. – uh, uh, Speedcom, Speedcom right? has, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. man. It is just, it, it's like we're talking right now. I can, yeah. I can hear you like. Right, and it's an open uh, mic? Yeah, it's an open mic, yeah, but, but, yeah. but noise canceling. I mean, sure. it's just wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've had to ride with several students in those cars just yeah. to keep them alive. Because we do a combination of, uh, uh, it's a three-day school like we've done forever, but we also offer a one-day school mm-hmm. the first day of that. So a lot of people come just for the one day for yeah. for, for kissing and giggles. Yeah, yeah, for, exactly. yeah for, and, and so therefore, uh, you realize, you know, boy. I hope you live near a bus line or something. Right. Know, because, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not their fault. They live yeah. in New York, and they, I, they haven't driven in 30 years. I've had this a lot with people that are, like, literally 35-year-old yeah. guys that have, or girls that have never it's driven drive. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Those they the don't have a driver's license, yeah. but it's yeah. because they live in downtown in, in New York yeah. or whatever, yeah. and they don't drive. I had a little girl yeah. tell me she hadn't driven in 10 years, and I learned it right why, quick why. She probably took lost her license 10 years ago, <laughs> uh, and I don't know how she got one back. But, but uh, yeah, yeah, so so I, I, do, I still do the right seat with that, yeah. trying to keep the cars alive. Uh, but, uh, you know, and we've got to kill switches and stuff. Sure. I, I, can, I can do some You're of You're big on the right seating. Yeah, I really am. And, I really am. And so, and you've been doing it for a really long time. What's the biggest right seat crash you've had? Uh, turn 12 at Road Atlanta coming over the <laughs> <across> right away. <laughs> yeah, we got a big <laughs> power hook going. Got, uh. got up on the curb. And and, uh, and and there's a moment where he was dialing steering in, and, and I'm debating about maybe I should, I'm not sure what I should do here. Right. Uh, uh, now that I've thought it several times, I had a lot of shit I could have, but uh, I didn't do jack. 
So uh, <laughs> so he caught it. He caught it and hooked it. We started running like 109 or something when we hit right oh, rear my side. Huge. And I, I'm looking at that concrete wall going, this is going to Wait, hurt. so it hooked towards the hurt. inside? Yeah, hooked back 12? to the left. It, it, oh, okay. He, yeah, he yeah, slid yeah. it right. And then it threw it back steered, in, yeah. And hooked back to the left. So it still, still full throttle. We hadn't come off the gas till, till today. Well, why would you? Uh, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, if you're going to go in, go in big. Uh, you know, so we went in we, didn't, we went in right rear, and then it slammed the whole car against the wall. And we both uh, bro- broke the seats, and, uh, and my right uh, my right ribs, I couldn't laugh or, or fart for a long time, man. It, it hurt, uh, but... Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, so so that that was the worst one, uh, and and part of that was my fault. I mean, it was the end of the day, and I, and I should have been on top of it sooner. Uh, we were literally running out of time, and I was trying to get up some speed, and you know, so I, I'm gonna take partial credit <laughs> for getting in the car and being stupid. But uh, but no, and in all honesty, Ryan, and I know uh, uh, Peter Krauss and those guys talk about, oh no no, give me give me data, give me. That's because those guys can't ride right seat. Yeah, yeah, and I can't do data. I'm colorblind. I, I, you know, go go follow the grid. I got lost in Baja. Yeah, I, you know, oh, I, I I won the Baja 5,000. Uh, 1,000, 1,000. I was like, wow. It was five years ago. I, 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 no, I combined the 1,000 and the five. Math, my best subject. And it's Baja 5,000, but it's 1,000 five years ago. So just, okay. Just, just, I don't know what just happened. Sold. Here we are. Sold. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so, so I was doing a pre-run with uh, Gil Singer, uh, Chad. G- yeah, g- yeah, my yeah, teammate. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. a teammate. I love Chad. <laughs> so, oh, me too, up to, up to that night. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so we just had filled up. It's getting sunset like it is right now here in this beautiful Punta Gorda sunset, uh, which you're missing. And uh, so... So somehow we get a little behind, and, and we all got radios, and we're like, we, got, we got 15 buggies, uh, and, it, and it's pre-run. So I'm riding with him, and he goes, uh, where are we going? I go, I'll turn right at the little green thing there, and, like, and, and they, they got little streamers. Actually, hung on. Somebody's tied some stem streamers. And I said, okay, we're, so we're following the green streamers. Mm-hmm. And they finally call us and go, where the hell are you guys? They go, well, we're, we're, we're at mile marker, oh, oh, I don't know, 209. They go, that's not even in Mexico. I go, well, I don't know. <laughs> where we are we can't see shit uh anyway make a long a long painful story shorter or longer painfuler uh they put the only two colorblind guys in the same car and which we later jeff come and said if you two i won't use the word ever ride together again i will shoot both of you uh I go, how did i know this idiot was colorblind he goes, how did I know he was? so we were following the green streamers they weren't they were like orange or something else right, uh, right. and uh and just kept getting lost and oh man yeah yeah so and, and making supper late for the rest of them because now they had to come find us Right, you know, and, right. And, and now you're going backwards on the course, trying to get back to where you belong, and 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 you're going that sounds scary. Leave yeah. your lights on. Yeah. Right. Oh Jesus. So, so <laughs> other than that, yeah. Hey, my life has been fraught with just stuff like that. Uh, that was five years ago. Next week. Yeah. 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 The, the pre-run. Yeah. Yeah. So we 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 won, but we came back and won it. You know. Uh, so you go way way back with Dorsey Schrader. Yeah. What's the Dorsey Schrader story that hasn't been told enough? I had a picture, but I can't I, I can't find it where he showed up that morning at Indianapolis with nothing but a leather miniskirt on. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need that yeah. photo. Yeah. I, need, I need that photo. I need supporting I need that evidence photo. here. Walking down pit lane with a leather miniskirt. Uh, there was a story behind it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We I, love I, those. I, but but uh, the statute of limitations, I think, has probably run out. On Tuesday. So I, I, I was not there. I, 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 but, but everybody else was, and, and they, they tell about Dorsey and leather. They'd been to, to a, a little bar the night before with some. Dorsey? Yeah, believe it or not, huh. he, he's trying to be friendly, you know. But but so <laughs> if if we got three more minutes, then, then I, I've got. We've got my, all the time in the world for stories because you can edit this shit out. Oh exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> So we're doing twenty four hour to Glen, and get back to the pits about midnight or one in the morning, and they go, "Oh, good, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. We got a car down in the shoelaces. You know, it's out of gas." So 
So Dorsey's got his suit, and I still, I'm still in blue jeans where I've been sleeping. Yeah. And uh, so, I go, hey, rental car's here, five gallons of gas in the back, go down there to the, to the shoelaces. So we go flying down there, and of course, you got to park. And, and the NASCAR track is there, and we got to climb the fence to cross the NASCAR track, then run in the woods, which is cleaned out pretty good today, but it wasn't back then. Yeah, right. So run into it. So, so, so we, we climbed the fence with five gallons of gas, and here comes the security guard. You know, and, and you can see he's waving something looks like a water pistol probably. I'm praying it's a water pistol. Yeah. He goes, halt, halt, because their whole mindset, their whole mindset is here, here's a 3,500-pound, 200-mile-an-hour car is in – is in the woods, or I got rednecks jumping. Right, you know, exactly. going you know, for they're, it. They're thinking yeah. the, you know, the Winston races back then. Yeah. So, so Dorsey says, and it's five gallons. It got 40 pounds. I did math. Remember math? math C plus. You're getting it, man. So, You're getting it. Yeah. So, so, so Dorsey goes, I'll take the gas. You run toward him. I go, no, no, he's got a gun. Goes, for, for three bucks, he's not going to shoot. Three bucks an hour, he's not going to shoot. Right. So I will go running toward him, and, 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 and at the last minute, I jump in the woods behind turn nine corner station there, and he yells, come out, come out, come out. I know you're in there. Help me with this. Come out and get me. Come in and get yep, me. Yep. End of the conversation. <laughs> so we run down there. We run down there, and Dorsey's <laughs> already got the gas in the car, and but it still won't crank. Uh, now, force is a full course caution. About every three hours, they put a full course out to pick up all the 88 cars that are broken down and upside down and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But God bless Mark Raff up and those guys. They would let us run a long time uh, until they finally just had to go stop. we got to clean this up. So, so we run down there and uh, got a full course caution out now. So I jump in the car and get on the radio, and Donnie Harville's driving one of our other cars. I go, hey, Donnie, come, come pick us up. You know, come, c- come get behind us and push us back to the pits. Because I can't go back through Barney Fife. There's no way I'm going to jump back over <laughs> these two fences. He's sitting there with his water pistol, right, whatever yeah. he's got. <laughs> he's fishing in his pocket when I, I see him as I leave. So Dorsey hops. Back then, we still had to have front seats. Yep. Dorsey hops in the front seat. They open the hatch, put me in the back because I'm smaller. I hop in the back with the empty, and now empty gas can. And, and, and Donnie comes up behind us and pushes us back to the pits from the shoelaces to the boot. You mm-hmm. know, 2 o'clock in the morning. Who cares? Oh, well. On track. On track. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. in jeans yeah. and a T-shirt. Inside a race car. Yeah. On track. Yeah. In the trunk. In the trunk, though. Being pushed yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Being, being pushed with the car. On a, so during a race. Yeah. During yeah. a Continental Tire Series race, yeah. essentially. Yeah. It's, dur- yeah. it's during the race. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's, so there's a couple of, there's a, there's a couple of <laughs> issues here. You know, but, but, you know, what's the Stop bottom line? Stop and go plus The bottom 20. line is i got to get back to the pits. So... <laughs> So they're pushing us in. So here comes Raph off, or, 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 or George Kirkpatrick, his best friend. is one or the other. Now, it had to be Mark because he bit his cigar off when he saw mm-hmm. what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Because he's coming to get us because we're pushing the race car. Right. You know. Right. So, but as he gets to our pit, within three pits, the driver gets out and he starts, hey, come over here right now. And then Dorsey gets out. He goes, uh, 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 uh. But then they open the hatch, and I get out. Looks like a clown car in the circuit. And I get out. And with that, he bites the end of his cigar off. Oh, I'm and, sure. And, but he can't talk. He can't I'm talk. Sure. He's sitting yeah. there shaking, shaking his fingers and go, park that car till I come back. Hmm. Well, we had to. Them thing wouldn't crank. So, <laughs> fortunately, you know, it's a fuel pump switch or something. They finally get that fixed in like 20 minutes, and he hadn't come back. He's forgotten. You know, there's a lot of shit going on. He forgot. Yeah. So... You know, I, I finally suit up and hop in and take off and, and never heard another word about it. But that, so that was my... my oh, my, ever? My, my, ever, ever? Not, no, not really. <laughs> not really. He had a lot going on. I, and, I yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and, and, and yeah, we weren't the worst thing that ever happened. You know, Varney was still racing back then, you know, so there's other stuff going on. <laughs> you know, they got to worry about that stuff. What do you mean? And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have just a lot of generic, like, stereotype kind of questions based on, on your experience in driving schools, if you don't mind. Uh, I don't mind either. What... Uh, 
Is there an archetype of profession, like a real estate guys, uh, movie guys, uh, uh, financial guys, who show up on day one smarter than you, and you have to kind of keep them calm, like, no, 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 trust me, this is the way you do it, and they start correcting you? You know, that, that, it's funny you say that, because even though today we do ask, you know, what, 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 what do you do for a living? You know, yeah. What's your name? What do you do for a living? Uh, I don't really care if it's the president of sure. American Express or, sure. or the guy that owns an Apple store. Um, because the common denominator is the car, and they all, yes, we all have a male ego, and, and yes, and it, which is frail, uh, but they're all there to try hard. So they, they sort of leave that at the door. Really? Uh, I, I, I don't yeah, believe you for a second. I, I, believe it or not. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, yeah. 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 But, but as an average guy, I paid a lot of money to be there. Okay. Um, the only the problem schools we have is a corporate school, yes. And you bring, uh, and, and so you bring eight, or, eight, eight or ten of your, of your, of your co-investors who, okay. who, who haven't paid for anything. And, yeah, you can't teach yeah. them jack Or it's your top ten yeah. sales guys who are all swinging yeah. their yeah. They, ornaments All A-plus personalities yeah. didn't spend their own money there. Therefore, they're, okay. they're, it's like a golf outing to them yeah. and, and a dick swinging contest. Yeah. But, uh, but, no, give me a guy that's paid 4700 bucks for a three-day school. I'll give you a guy paying attention. I don't care who he is or what his background is. What about geography? Like, are people from <laughs> worse than California oh, versus yeah. Georgia? <laughs> is it <laughs> the worst? Yeah. Uh, I don't want this on record, so uh, therefore I won't say it while you're recording it. Uh, uh, well, you can, but, we can but believe th- th- there, was, there was a reason that for like 20 years I got to choose where I taught. Here's one for you. Um, you were able to be at the beginning of a very fruitful career for many young drivers none other and probably most importantly Tim George Jr. <gasps> did you work with TGJR? Yeah. Okay. Because Sean did too. Arca winner. A lot. Yeah. A I lot. worked a lot with yeah. him. A lot. They shared yeah. an office once. Oh really? Shared an office. I've I yeah. In a jar of Vaseline? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> jar of Vaseline. No, it was uh it was pure cash. Um but uh up front. But uh yeah if you go on YouTube you can find some videos with Tim George that have dozens of views, and uh, those might have been my work. I mean, we're talking like 50, 60 views on some of those. So, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. I like the guy, but, but, <laughs> but he only do one speed, you right. know, and, and it was uh, run and spin, run and spin. Right. You know, and uh, what about the uh, girls? Was he bringing girls to skip your, skip your races? He, he may have. I, I didn't, no. I, I honestly don't know. I, yeah, 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 I, I didn't. I didn't pay attention. Okay, but uh, but you know he with a type A plus personality, he would listen to part of it and wanted to get back in the car. You know, right, and, uh, right. And then then he went to NASCAR. Did, did some well, he went to sports car, did yeah, some yeah, Grand yeah, Am, yeah. and then then NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. So I try to follow the name because it's it's a pretty common yeah. name there. But uh, yeah, he he was brilliantly fast until he spun. Yeah, yeah. right. Probably was car's fault though. Yeah, well, set up. That? Probably, set Probably up. the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Car hooked me. The car hooked me. <laughs> uh, yeah, been there. We we talked to a lot of drivers, uh, especially from like the open wheel ranks from from overseas. We're always asking this question for like the name we don't know. Um, who's, in your opinion, the best driver that didn't make it that has come across your radar? You know, somebody that you saw they had the talent, they had the skill set, the mindset, everything, but the funding or the luck that we might not know or we might know. 
and the problem, Ryan, with that, I have to look it back up. I, sure. I've got about three kids I could name you. I got, I yeah. got, I'd have to go find them. Yeah. I mean, literally, yeah. and one of them lives there near me in Deland, Florida. The kid was brilliant, but just had no way to go the next step. I mean, I literally, I had to add up how many people I've ridden with. Yeah. Uh, I did an expert witness, <laughs> yeah. my name, an expert witness on the same page. How funny is that? Um, <laughs> to do uh, a lawsuit in California several ah, years ago. Gotcha. The first one was uh, actually a, a throttle stuck through a J.C. Penney store. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I knew what stuck it. It was a number number seven Nike she was wearing. Uh, <laughs> you know, so so we won that $12 million lawsuit. Right? But anyway, I had to add up. How many, well, how many people have you ridden with? I go, oh, let me see. Since 1908? Thirty-one thousand people, right. you know. Yeah. So, so between skid pad, autocross, road course, I've been, you know, thirty-one thousand right seat rides. So I can pretty well tell you what people are going to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I don't need any data. I, I got my data. Right. Uh, and, and and so I've helped. I've won a couple of multi-million-dollar lawsuits just by being an expert with right seat rider. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, to, to give you that answer. Not right. sure what started this first question, but but uh, but but that's that's where. And again, where I go back to. Yeah, right seat ride is where you get the instant feedback. Uh, data can't tell you where the guy's looking. Data can't tell you when he finally goes, well, tell you when he goes full throttle, but, but uh, what he's doing with his feet ins- or his hands or his eyes. You mm-hmm. know? So, so to me, that is just so critical because data can't push down on his right knee when it's time to go to full throttle. Okay. Uh, and, and, and I spend a lot of time going, get your eyes in the corner, get off that damn brake, and let's go. You know, and uh, and I was blessed to be able to ride with uh, 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 David Levine, Lucas Bizet, and a kid named Garth uh, uh, Gar Robinson, Gar Robinson, who won yeah, 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 twice, yeah. 2A2. Yeah. And I rode, I don't know how many, hundreds of thousands of miles in the right seat of his Spec Miata sure. uh, with him. You know, I, I invented ADD, and he perfected it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, but the kid was awesome. Absolutely, the learning curve was... It was unbelievable. Because the, you know, and, and, and the three of those kids I mentioned, their, their car control was so great, I could ride with them anywhere, any car, any yeah. car. It didn't matter. So who would you say is the best driver like maybe by career not necessarily results uh that you didn't expect um you know we've seen drivers blossom later in their career that didn't really have it at first anybody that stands out like actually uh, uh uh, I'm not sure Ryan Hunter Ray would have gone. I was going to uh, say uh, Ryan believe Hunter it or Ray. not. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I I loved him I, I, and and the parents uh of course his dad's the reason we have a no parents in pit lane rule but uh okay thank you i sat next to this guy in an airplane a couple years ago and i was not impressed to say the least and we've had like two people not that long ago on here that like sing his praises and i'm like the guy sitting next to me was like kind of a dick <laughs> and i did not like him back then that was literally yeah. what was name we, we had a yeah. a mr hunter ray uh, uh rule right yeah, yeah no parents on pit lane Nick, Nick Hunter Ray, very good, yep. very good. No, he would come running, going, "How come you were going too fast in turn one?" And I know you could go faster in turn two. He was trying to coach him, and 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 and, and the kid's thirteen years old, crying tears, right, yeah, you know, right, and, and, yeah. and still wearing diapers. Yeah. And uh, you know, so so we go, "Hey, no parents on pit lane. Get yeah. get back here, and you know." But 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 yeah, but Ryan originally, no, he 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 wasn't up on the wheel. Right, he was just, but he was sort of didn't know he was out there. Sure, you know, didn't 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 bother you either way, and then for him to get. You know, the next step, next step, next step, next step. Whoa. You know, uh, the yeah. kid, kid had the talent, but, yeah. he, but he wasn't aggressive for you to raise a flag. You know, work, hey, let's take, keep an eye on him. Right. You know, uh, Rossi, he was quick, you know, and you I had to keep it. an eye on him yeah. because he was right at the edge all the time. Yeah, but, but fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. New, New, Garden was, New, New Garden was sort of quiet at first. Okay. Uh, but uh, I loved his dad. His dad was just great. Yeah. So uh, he was allowed on pit lane. So uh, 
one of the reasons, well, I mean, I, I wanted to have you on anyway, but one of the reasons we definitely had you on is because Spencer Pompelli wouldn't shut up about it. Yep. He so, was literally boycotting our oh, podcast sure. until you oh, come on. Man. Yeah. And yeah. I, I refuse to let that show up in the edit. Yeah. Spencer any credit. Yeah. What a jerk. No. Well, okay. Well, well, here's what I was getting at. Let's make fun of Spencer for a while because you got to work with him, right? So how was he from student to then instructor? This is all your fault, buddy. But, but no, I got, I got nothing really bad to say. That's no, the wrong answer. That is not uh, an on, Make something answer. up. Uh, uh, other than obviously he inherited all that. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so, so it's not his fault that, 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 that he, he swam in a good gene pool. Uh, you know, I mean, his dad was great. You know, yeah. so uh, it's not his fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. And the kids are going to be okay. Every other generation winds up okay. You know, so. Yeah, right. It's right. Skips, skips one. Yeah. 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 Well, Lindsay's lovely. So, I mean, yeah. 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 He's, so, doing, yeah. he's doing great okay. by that standard. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so his kids are going to be good. <coughs> so, yeah. no, like he like stuck a rental car or a, a skippy car in a fence while he's lead following. Like a lot of, no. no okay. uh, and a lot of those guys hid that for me. Oh, you yeah. Know, <laughs> you know, being, being <laughs> the chief instructor, I got a lot yeah. of stuff. Right. Brian Germoni. You know Brian from the West Coast. I know the name. I don't know. Yeah. He actually won a Winston West race many, many years ago. Championship. Championship. So, so uh, they asked Brian. So, uh, how hard did you hit that uh, wall in, 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 a, in a skipping neon at, at turn eleven in uh, at Laguna Seca? And he goes, "I, I didn't hit a wall. I hit a wall." I go, "Well, the the video from the track here shows this red. He done a power hook coming out of ten, Ooh. full throttle, full throttle, front wheel drive, full power yeah. SRT four. You know, right. and then when it finally did catch, it yeah. caught big time. And oh. He backed it in, oh. and, and and then he, he he's looking around and, and he. <laughs> Brings it back in the pits and he's washing it off right quick, you know, so nobody was in. But they had video of the whole damn thing. Right, right, yeah. right. So, I, and I would have only known about, I, I would never known about right. that, you know, because right. guys just don't really sit around going, oh, by the way, I crashed a neon today. Right, uh, right. You know, so you don't, you don't hear a lot of that. Uh, other than when you get to the shop and like John Dean's got, you know, it, 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 there's a neon that's rolled over like four times. You know, right. What right. happened? Well, it, it blew a tire. I go, which, which time? It, it rolled over the third time or fourth time it blew a damn tire. You know, because I can see the skid marks way back yonder. You know, <laughs> you know, he went in 200 miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour corner. Going, I got it, I got it, and then, I don't got it. You know, right. and, and, uh, you right. know. that's my favorite. The, the five most expensive words in motorsports I get to hear every Saturday night at Trans Am was, "I thought I had it." You know, and I, I'm sitting there looking at the video. Going, no, you don't got it. You know, yeah, right. You know. um, TA two card, seven thousand dollars worth. Do you remember uh, there was a TV show that they did on Discovery where they had they came cameras came out to skip Arbor at Lime Rock. And Spencer was featured in it, and he was wearing, like, an Argyle, like, vest and hat and everything. Do you know that story? No. He was making fun of MHP. MHP, yeah, still here. Where's that? I, I yeah. got to see him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so this guy, Mark Hamilton Peters, he's, like, a longtime Skippy Lime Rock guy. He's a frustrated Brit. Right. But he's not. But, but right. he does wear the Weegeons and the, and the, yeah. the little he, tight peepee pee circumstances. You absolutely know who he is visually. Okay. If you saw him, you're like, that guy. Was he spotting for like scootery course or something years uh, ago? He was. Like he looks like a bad a, insurance salesman. He's a rum bum <laughs> yeah, guy. Like he's, he's like he's he's one of the Nick Longy's buddies or something. But yeah, anyways, he wears like yeah. shorts. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, but, yeah. but press shorts. Yeah, no, he's yeah. like an '80s villain. Right. Like he's yeah, like he's absolutely. like the yeah he was yeah. like the, the the frat guy that <laughs> lost the hot girl in the nerd movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he drives yeah. a right hand drive Cortina. I mean, just just you know, oh, that's that how guy. he. All right. So he used to he dressed like that at the school. I'm sure he yeah. did. Right? And yeah. he'd put his, like, Skip Barber, you know, name yeah. tag or whatever. And I guess Pompelli used to give him shit nonstop, which, by the way, I'm okay with. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so he started giving Spencer shit, saying, well, you know, if you dressed up a little bit nicer, you know, presented yourself better, maybe get more clients and, and more rides or whatever. So, like, the next day, Spence comes in with, like, the Argyle, like, soccer Scottish hat, vest, socks, the whole nine yards. And they're like, good morning. Hey, Spence, you're going to be working with this Discovery Channel TV crew today. I'm doing oh. a thing. 
know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then fast forward Nothing to like can do. two yeah. years later, I have no idea the stories exist and I can't sleep. I've still lived at my parents' house, you know? Yeah. So it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm just watching TV and I find this Skip Barber thing on. I'm like, what's that about? And it's like, we're here with Spencer from Pelly and he's wearing this stupid fucking oh, outfit. No. And I'm like, what is that about? Yeah. And yeah, sure, he ate it. You know, thank you. He's obviously wearing it like, <laughs> yep, I know what I did here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. They totally got him for no, it. No, so, I missed yeah. that entirely. Yeah, yeah. Well, so speaking of clients, um, you know, this isn't my world as far as on the instruction side, but obviously as a chief instructor, a lot of the sort of junior instructors, they're 18, 19, 20-something-year-old kids who were aspiring to be pros, ran out of funding or whatever reason, they're, they're no longer doing Indy Lights or, or Continental Sports Car or whatever. Uh, those guys, the, their way into pro racing is a sugar daddy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and we have countless stories of th- where this actually worked. Ryan actually benefited from that quite a bit, and so many of other of our friends. If you're a chief instructor, if this is your business, that would piss me off. If all of a sudden every client that comes through and all my instructors are just looking at, okay, this is the guy that might get me out of here. Uh, was that is that a thing? Is that it, something it, you guys get it, upset it, at? It, it is a thing, Sean. Yeah. It never bothered me. Okay. Uh, because it wasn't that obvious. Uh, okay. Skip, yeah, Skip was big about you cannot hustle the customers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yet if it wasn't for so many rich guys, Ryan wouldn't be there, David Murray yeah. wouldn't be there. I mean. uh, and, but but they, they never were obvious to us. Now, okay. I had some instructors who sit around like we're drinking beer right now and go, hey, you know, so-and-so's hustling that guy over there. But if the guy's happy with him, I, I had no problem with that. Okay. Uh, as long as they weren't were being jerks about it. You know, okay. it, It's, uh, hey, if you need a little help here and there, and, and, and even t- today, you know, even Bruce McGinnis stands up and says, you know, we, we do private coaching guys if you need some if you need some help because hey we got no race series right now anyway yeah uh, sure. but uh but no i i Townsend, Townsend bell was the number one uh most successful person that ever did that and and is huh. I, I don't know if you got to see ever watch him speak or not but he talks when he's talking to younger people uh he's brilliant and but he talks about when i was when terry hired me at laguna sica i was on turn six on my cell phone or back then it was a, a bag phone uh you know hustling calling calling people and working sponsors and and he said i was there to try to find me a rich guy uh, now but he was a good instructor so, <laughs> so you if, dealt if, with it yeah. yeah so i dealt with it if, if, if you gave guys all the guys standing there feedback mm-hmm. and uh, like john paul jr did you know he couldn't stand up and talk to more than three people but in, individually when you stood behind him he was brilliant feedback you know so uh, uh he, he was not a hustler don't get me wrong right. but uh but so so if they did the, the the class a good job i didn't care right as long as everybody got a good, fair feedback. Right. You know, I had a couple of guys going, you know, I never hear any positive feedback from this guy over here. So so once in a while I'd hear that, and that guy didn't stay long. Right, yeah, but, sure. But, used it. but the David Murrays of the world and Townsend Bells yeah. who who hustled the deal but still gave us, Skip, a good job, I don't care. All right. And if a guy likes you, as long, as long as you're still doing your job for me during the day, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. So Skip heard, yeah, this new kid Townsend's out there trying to hustle every guy that's in here. He would get mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah Skip would. Yeah. Uh, b- but if I could go to bat for him and go, yeah. But ask the other twelve students if they got good feedback from him. Yeah. And that'd be different. Yeah. So it's a balance. Well, especially if you're doing, if you don't have a series at that time, then they're well, only going to do so many school weekends anyway. Right. So, right. But yeah. they did back then. We had we had yeah. a series. Okay. Uh, but th- but but, and God bless them. Most of those guys would come do a few series races. Right. Uh, but. Uh, there are so many guys, and we've already named a few tonight, that had it not been for uh, a high roller stu- fellow student. Yeah. You know, God bless John Pugh. He helped a lot of kids. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Know, and John's a good racer himself. John yeah. stayed with us, but he, but he helped a lot of kids. 
So, we so do. Jeremy Dale. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we're running the 12-hour race at Road Atlanta. And two or three cars. But we're all swapping cars. You, you get points for whatever first car you drove, but it doesn't matter. During the night, here comes the car. Get in the car. Uh, so we're coming down to the last lap of the 12-hour race. And we're like McDonald's. Everybody's on the same radio network. Uh, all the kids. You know, and, and they're sounding worse like, do it fries with that. So, <laughs> so I'm leading. We're running in the sports class. I'm, I'm leading in a Dodge. And Jeremy's catching me pretty quick. I have burned my tires up. By, right. And, and, and Jeremy's catching me. Well, plus he's faster. <laughs> Running the tire apartments is just an excuse I threw in there for, the, for, for my one fan sitting here. Uh, so Jeremy's catching me, and, and the guy's going, catch him, catch him, catch him, catch him. And my guy's going, don't let that Canadian get around you. Don't let him, don't let him. Don't. Right. So we're going through turn one at Road Atlanta. You've been there a thousand times. And uh, going up the hill, I get a little bit wide, and, 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 and he zaps me uh, going up the hill. So now he's leading, and we're going to turn three, the right-hander. Uh, and it rained earlier in the day, but... I, I, and, and I did not do this on purpose. I had never planned. Anyway, I, so I turned right yeah. <coughs> way before turn three. Okay. So I go straight across, you know. Uh, but I pick up a lot of mud and stuff. And uh, I didn't have a grip to begin with. So I get back out on the track. I'll never forget one of our former students is out there in a uh, one of them GT Mitsubishi 3000. Yep. Yeah. And fortunately, he catches me. Boom. Uh, so it keeps me on, the, you know, as we've all talked about, eight tires corner better than Absolutely. Four, especially yeah. with mud on them. But, but so, so I catch back up to Jeremy, but I can't get around him. And they're raising hell and raising cane. Coming down the back straightaway, and this is a true story. I can document this. There's been a Camaro upside down at the bridge for 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And left it there under, under a stationary yellow because everybody's seen it. Yeah. Uh, and God bless Mark Raffoff and those guys who left it there. I mean, it's a 12-hour race. Got a car upside down. Guy got climbed guy climbed out. Uh, and back then, the, the, the apex of the bridge was the abutment on the right. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, he's, he's sort of on that abutment, sort of. Um, <laughs> so so we're, we're having to pass him on the left. So I'm coming up down the hill, got a big run back to the old dip. This is before the, the chicane, the 10A and 10B. Yeah. Got a big run on Jeremy, and, and if I live to be 100 years old, which is not near as long as it used to be, <laughs> if I live to be 100, <laughs> I, I, I would never, I don't I know what took over. You know, uh, 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 what was his name? Uh, Skip, uh, Flip, Flip Wilson said, the devil made me do it. Well, the devil got in the car, and I popped Jeremy inside this Camaro. Yeah. I mean, literally, I'm praying this room between the Camaro, it was upside down, right. uh, and, and the bridge above it. There was. And <laughs> so, so it, on paper, it was a good plan. So I, I, I've gotten inside the Camaro, I've passed Jeremy, and as I'm landing over the bridge above it, I look down, and all the liquids from a stupid Camaro have been oh, running yeah. down the right yeah. side of the track. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have much grip to begin with on a dry track. So I hit the stupid liquids. And, uh, and the car gets sideways, and this is a turbocharged little front drive charger. So I got full steering, and I'm looking at the checkered flag out, out the right window. Right. I'm full throttle. I got this. I mean, I literally got this. Yeah. I, you know, I got a full throttle going down the hill. There's a checkered flag, 12-hour race. And all of a sudden, I hear Jeremy's four-barrel. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. And that Canadian whopped me in the left rear. It's called a pit maneuver when you're teaching police pursuit training. <laughs> hit me in the left rear, turned me slap sideways. Now I'm facing the tire wall driver's left. And I was so incredulous. I haven't lifted till today. I was so incredulous. I was flat out. Yeah. I'm in twin turbo. <laughs> I got this. I got this. What the hell did that piece of shit connect this to to me? And, and, and I hit the damn tire wall so hard, it just started rolling down the hill. Boom, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. Mm. And the tires and crap were mm-hmm. everywhere. But I landed on my feet. And, and, and now I'm afraid I've taken out both Rossi cars after 12 hours. And I want what an idiot I feel like for a minute. And for a minute. I get on the radio, and, and at least even though antenna's laying over the side of the car, is still talking. I go, Jeremy, you okay? He goes, yeah, I just took the flag. We are lap up on the field. Come on down here. We, you, you can still get second. I go, 
Well, you piss it. So I got that gun. <laughs> so, so I get it. I got it fired up, but but it ain't got like a tire up left on it. But it will back down the hill. It won't. It won't go forward, but it'll back down. Okay. So, I, so I'm slipping the. So there's something kind of rule I found later about you can't back in the pits. But that's that's that, that's a minor. That's a. I just got to get down there. So I'm backing down pit lane, and and as you know, the start finish line goes all the way in the pit lane. That that, that transponder right, goes the, all the way. Beacon yeah, line, yeah, yeah. All the beacon yeah. line. Yeah. So I'm backing down, slipping the clutch, slipping the clutch, and here come the Grand Sport guys. Now they're on a cool off lap, trying to pass me, and I got my headlights facing them. They don't know what to do. A uh, little traffic jam. Look like Atlanta at six o'clock on Friday night. Yeah. And so I'm backing down pit lane, burning the clutch, burning the clutch, slipping the clutch, and I finally limp the transponder across the finish line whew, for second place. Right. Well, fortunately. The, the little corner worker shack and the quack shack is right there, yep. and they all know me. I taught school there for six years. Right. So Hazel, God rest her soul, and yeah, all those yeah, people yeah, come yeah. come running yeah. out, you know, to cheer me up. They know it's me in the car. Right. Well, I'm looking up in the third floor of the tower, and here comes Raph off with his cigar, yeah. uh, about as fast as he can run out of the tower. And go, oh, this is not. This may not turn out real good. Be in trouble. I, I may have, I may have committed an infraction or two in the last oh maybe thirty seconds. Right. Uh, so I go. What if he's going to complain about turn three? Anyway, so 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 fortunately, they, they they get around me and he can't get to me, and he's not that tall to begin with. So, but but he's pointing at me, and, and they all sort of walk me to the start finish line, to the victory lane, and and he can't get to me. Right. And and so they walk me up there, and I'm getting shot. So maybe now he realizes this may not be a popular. You know, right. he's fixing to castrate me. I mean, he's got his little pocket knife out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but literally, so, so God bless him. And, and that's the second time. And he never said a word. Yeah. He, he finally walked on off, and yeah. we, we got second place. But, but uh, I'll never forgive Jeremy for taking out his second best friend. I was going to say, the last lap. you guys are teammates? And, and but now he tells a tiny different version of that. <laughs> you guys but, are but, teammates. Yeah. yeah. But he tells a tiny different version of that. But, but being Canadian, it's, 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 it's what, 30% off. It's 32% okay. off. So, okay. yeah, so uh, uh, don't yeah. listen to his version. Uh, I did see JDX right. did win the points championship, dude. That's, that's his team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, they, they won the points at, 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 uh, at the team. But, yeah, uh, I kid you. Yeah, it's teammates. We're teammates. We're, teammates. we're sleeping together. I mean, literally, right. we got four people, me and Dorsey right. and Jerry, we're sleeping in the same bed together. Right. You know, and uh, took me out last night. But I'm about over it. <laughs> well, give it some more time. I'm about, I'm yeah. about over yeah. I'm about done. <laughs> so we have a pass-along question. Yeah. So we had dinner with a young man from England named Derek Bell last night. You've probably heard of him. I love him. He's got love a bright him. future. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not a lot of confidence, actually. He didn't realize he was Derek Bell, like, his whole career. Like, he never really had that sense of, like, oh, I guess I'm the man. I should be just the man. It's really no, no, and I, I, I understand it. Yeah. I it's do It's really interesting it. to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So his question for you was, how often with the schools and instructing do you come across actual natural talent, like real natural talent that can be, you know, something special? Probably out of out – of I'm gonna say 40 students. Uh, there might be one or two, mm -hmm. uh, and the reason I say that is because just lately I rode with a. I tell you what, she was 14 years old. Uh, it, it was two sisters in New Jersey, and the young one, the 14-year-old, was unbelievable. Uh, now they've been riding dirt bikes since they were like three or four. Okay. And and, and the daddy's story was when they were they were three and five. He went to buy them a common dirt bike for Christmas. Okay. And after a few minutes, the salesman came over and took the, the guy aside and said, uh, you, you need to buy both of them a dirt right. bike. Yeah. And sure enough, when he went the next Christmas morning to teach them, as he put both of them on the bikes, the three-year-old is gone. 
Yeah. She's figured out how to crank it and go. And from that and, and from that moment on, she's still. And, yeah. and they've done Travis Pastrana since then. Oh, wow. at, at like at age 12. Yeah. Uh, she literally and, and is going to do some motor, motocross and some car stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. She is going to be phenomenal. Awesome. Uh, What's the name? Uh, it, yeah. it, you know, I got to look it up. All I do, Sean, is, you know, for, for 18 people in a given day, I go, give me your first name. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's yeah, Ralph or yeah. John or Sean or, yeah, yeah, or, or yeah. Ryan or Julie. And hopefully we get uh, to put name tags on them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I had to look her name up. But, but she she was literally. Yeah. Yeah. But because at age three, she started. Yeah. She was a gear Playing with things mechanical. Yeah. Exactly. And he said, three laps after the barn, she came back and goes, how do I get out? I got to go faster. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He hadn't taught him how to shift yet. Right. Yeah. Got to run. Three okay. years old. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She, so awesome. And, yeah. She was the only one on the skid pad literally looking over th the steering wheel, over the dashboard right. to where we were headed. Trying to look yeah. where she's yeah. going. She had yeah. her eye thing working. That's and, awesome. man, that made all the difference in the world. Yeah. But, yeah. So, one out of 40 might be, uh, yeah. But, anybody. Yeah. Now, the good news is, as you know, Ryan, it is. It's nuts and bolts. It's just a car. Yep. It's just a car. Now, I will admit, there's a few cast iron butts out there that uh, <laughs> will never in a yeah. million years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please no buy some, some bus tokens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, and I, and I got a couple. Yeah. And, and, you, and, you're, and one out of 40 of those is needs a, needs a bus token. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You know, but the rest of them, we all can get better because if you're willing to learn, there's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. So tomorrow we're going to have lunch with Steve Goff, who currently works for Honda Performance Development alongside me on a lot of projects. Mm -hmm. He's uh, this year predominantly on the Penske Acura prototypes. Oh, wow. Yeah, just kind of as an, uh, my, my old saying for him is like, if he's working on something, it's gone really bad. You don't want him working on anything because right, that means it's you. really bad. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, he's overseeing things and stuff like that. But he worked on Ganassi's IndyCar program. He helped Montoya win the 500 and things like that. And he's just like the coolest guy ever. Um, if there's any question you could think to ask him about anything at all, what would it be? You know, he's so, so far out of my playing league, yeah. it, it would be tough. You know, sure. I could just sit there with my eyes glazed uh, glazed over like my yellow lab going, just give me a treat. I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. Right. Uh, because he's just so far out of that. I, I'd love to spend some time with him, mm -hmm. uh, especially with, you know, g give me some Montoya stories. You know, he yeah. came through our program, too. Yeah. Uh, and I'd love to hear some of the early stuff. But uh, before all this current data, yeah, right. know, what, what, tell me what your what your game plan was there. All right. Yeah. Fortunately, uh, Jordan and Ricky Taylor both were, you know, as you know, three-day students. And I did their advanced schools and just great kids. Uh, they beat us in a six-hour go-kart race up in uh, Ocala because the entire team didn't weigh 172 pounds. <laughs> added them all up. <laughs> skinny jerk right. guys. But, uh, but I love the Taylors. Man. Yeah. They're good kids. Good friends of yeah, ours. Good kid, yeah. And, and the parents, Shelly and, and – uh, Wayne are just awesome people. But I, I don't – the guy's way too far out of my way. How about what's your best Montoya story? So uh, through the course of your experience with Skip Barber, you got to kind of see it, you know, at its peak, and then it kind of fell off towards the end of its last generation. What do you think – what was the cause? Like where did it go wrong before the current situation happened? You know, went into bankruptcy and – Well, Ryan, you know, I, I was there in its heyday, you know, when, when, when Skip, God bless him, uh, we put so many guys in race cars, yeah. and, and and then a couple of things happened. As more and more tracks started letting more car clubs come in, see Daytona wouldn't let anybody in there but right. NASCAR, right. and we were the first school ever that let us in there. Uh, we designed the infield road course, as a matter of fact. Uh, and so sure more, more car clubs came along. So guys had other ways to get on racetracks. So that hurt a little bit. Yeah. But when Skip sold out, 
uh, to IMG, and then they bankrupted us because we couldn't support the net. They, they bought a NASCAR school and some other stuff. We couldn't support the debt. Uh, and then when Michael Culver and those guys bought us, yeah. they they weren't people people. They were we, we were nuts and bolts to them. Right. Uh, so they really didn't ask the right people what to do. Didn't care. Th- those were guys like you talk about that you couldn't tell anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they literally couldn't tell them anything. Um, where they they we had some awesome sponsorship yeah. from BF Goodrich, which Julie took care of a lot, and that's why we had them so long. Uh, and BMW and every a lot of people, but nobody took care of them. Nobody realized, hey, they they, they need their butt padded once in a right, while. Absolutely, uh, yeah. And, and we couldn't tell them that. They go, oh no, no, they'll be here. You know, and it's just like instructors. Oh, we'll fire the guy. We'll get somebody else. No, there's, no, we we we've nurtured this guy. Yeah, right. So they, they were not people. People. Uh, Skip was Skip understood it, it was all about the instructor and yeah. the mechanics. You know, we we we're the product. Uh, Michael Culver, those guys never understood that. Yeah. And uh, and 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 therefore they did, they literally bankrupted us and just wouldn't put any money back in it. And, right. And and go or ask the right people what to do. So sure. So. Uh, Yes, there was an economy issue starting in 2008 on top of that. Sure. You know, so that's when you really have to go, you know, smooth your people. Uh, and they did not do that. Yeah. They did not do that. Um, and and it, they, they still owe me $15,000, which I knew my last 9000 I would never get. Sure. Because, but I went because I knew those students had paid real money. They could never get back. Yeah, right, And right, they right. deserved they deserve the damn school. Yeah. Uh, so I, I knew going in. So I'm not, I'm not bitter about that at all. Right. I'm bitter that they let us, you know, uh, uh, literally burned to death. Anthony DeMonte, uh, who owns DeMonte Motorsports, uh, he had actually raced some World Challenge back in the, in the late 90s. Okay. Uh, and Anthony and his guys bought the name uh, and sifted through the ashes to see what do we have here. Sure. Went straight to Skip Barber and said, if you had your name back tomorrow, what would you do to be back in the heyday? And he said, I'd go hire Terry Yearwood, Bruce McGinnis, uh, John Murphy, some of the original guys. Yeah, right. And they know where all the bodies are buried. They know how we got here, uh, and they did. God bless them. They drove down to Daytona. We hopped on the boat, got a case of beer, right. and uh, split it. And, and, and so, so yeah, so we're trying to get back where we were because uh, they know it's a people deal. Yeah. They, they, and, uh, got, and so they've come and got the right instructors, uh, and, and, and they're trying to do the right things. Sure. <coughs> they're trying to uh, you know, get, some obviously, some car sponsorships, some tire sponsorships. But right now, it's all off of, the, off of their hip, they're, they're, and they're willing to do anything to do that. Right. Uh, Skip said, you know, never cancel a school, and God bless them. We had a couple of schools only three people in it. They did not cancel the school. Wow. Uh, they, they've honored some former uh, Skip Barber money that COVID oh, yeah, took yeah. away with. They, they've honored some of that right. uh, and didn't have to. Didn't have to. No. They're the real deal, and uh, hopefully after SEMA, they'll meet a lot of people, mm-hmm. and they've already got some appointments and PR. Uh, that we can we can be back where we were. Uh, they got they got a plan to build some F4 cars. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, to yeah. go back to open wheel. Right. Uh, yeah. So th- there's some big plans there, and uh, they convinced me the first hour that they were serious enough to have the real Skip Barber name back, and that's why I'm sitting here today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I've seen pictures online of like the schools and the setup, and the cars all look really nice and yeah. professional. And the last couple of times I went to Road Atlanta. Before Skip Barber went bankrupt, it was like, you know, oh. every car looked ratted out. Oh, the tow yeah, truck yeah. was Junk breaking down. Bad, yeah. Then a car break down, so they sent the tow truck. The tow truck broke down on the way there, so they had to go get the other tow truck. It yeah. wouldn't start, you know, and I'm yeah. just like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, guys. No, like, Culver didn't put any money in his last couple yeah. of years. And, yeah. and, and he should have bailed out three years earlier when he, when he sold it. Yeah. And we begged him to. That's why I'm mad at him is because he could have sold it uh, and didn't. He, he hung on yeah. three years too long. Yeah. And, uh Sean and I were talking about this earlier today, and my, my take on it was it was a business guy, especially with a gentleman racer who's been successful at other advocates who can always do it better. And Sean's 
been through this a lot with team owners <coughs> that weren't necessarily racers, you yep. know, and, yep. and we've all kind of seen that. Yep. But it's even like that kind of typical thing where it's like, I can do this better because I'm good at business and racing. I can make my way and it just doesn't exactly. work out, especially if you're not a people person. Like so much of the sports relationship based. Yeah. You know, you're exactly right. Yeah, uh, It's frustrating to see, but I'm glad to see you guys are kind of turning around and yeah. Hopefully it can keep going. Well, God bless them. They're trying to do the right thing. Like yeah. I said, we just got back from Will Springs last night from a school out there and right. did a lot of got, uh, a whole week next week at in Lamb Rock. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm looking looking forward to good. trying to make it work. Yeah, good. So Dates at Sebring is winner, Laguna Seca is winner. What's the uh, – obviously, I wish everybody would go buy Hondas and Continental Tires, but know, if you were going to go drive a racing school, what would be the website to go check out? Do you know it off the top of your head? Uh, Skibarber.com. Okay, so they've got the full yeah, thing. They got the full, full thing. thing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, winning the good. whole nine yards. Very good. And, yeah, and I and I love Hondas. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No, you won a championship in one. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> Teammates. I love my little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right. So, what's the legacy that Terry Wood wants to leave behind? Uh, that he was a very good instructor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I literally had, had much rather say I was a good instructor because I touched so many more people. Uh, I mean, physically and mentally and professionally, uh, emotionally, you know, that people, I, I, I go to bed at night going, you know, I, I, like yesterday at Willow Springs, I've got 16, 17 people leaving there. They're going to be better drivers tomorrow yeah. because just a little more awareness of what they do on the skid pad, autocross and stuff. That's why we ride right seat, mm -hmm. you know, so I can, I can help you with, with what you're doing. What are your natural instincts, which are wrong? driving a car it's yeah. not your fault uh but uh, once we can point that out then i know they're more aware and realize they can do more get yeah. the confidence up so so no i just want to say that terry Wood was a good instructor yeah cool when you're teaching classes now do you uh do you teach anything about social media like is there a twitter seminar you offer in the afternoon or a facebook i can't part? spell twitter <laughs> what about um making sure you don't get ranked too highly with your fia driver ranking is that part of the the classroom no, 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 no. We, we, we're, we're, not. we're not that far yet. Okay, no, okay. No. Just making sure. Just food yeah. for thought for future, yeah. for no, future I like students. I, I yeah. like the question. I'll but, come in and teach that one but, for but, free. But, but right now, so many of our students are there to say they did it. You know, I, I've got a fair amount of guys that try to get, a, you know, right. a, a vintage car license. Yeah, yeah so, okay, so, yeah, for sure. But, uh, cool. uh, but since we don't have a race series, I don't have that many Juan Montoya sitting there. Sure. Or Ryan Hunter race at age 13, right. wanting right. to go race it. Uh, I've got a lot of people that just aren't sure what they want to do with right. it. Uh, now, a lot of people, I've got a lot of people coming back and doing our advanced school because they get so hooked on the three-day. Yeah, right. You know, and now, if somebody, there, does the, somebody does the advanced, at what point in the curriculum do you teach to blame the BOP if they finish second <laughs> or third? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's, it's like it's like Barty and I taught years ago. you got to know when to short shift. you got to know when to sandbag. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's an true. advanced advanced school. I didn't, true. I didn't know people sandbag. You know, it's like my drag See, cars. Rules, you can't do it. We, we, we never ran as hard as we could because in HRA was always looking at us. Yeah. You know, so we actually, with Chrysler, we had a deal uh, where if it came down to the last run in class, which was for a new national record, if you went below it, then we ran a thousand foot. I mean, literally, whoever was ahead at the thousand foot mark right. won the class. Yeah. And uh, we normally ran a 513 rear gear. So for the last run, we put a 557 in it, which wouldn't run but a thousand foot. Yeah. They get there first. Right. <laughs> so we had to then put the 513 back in for the next day. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So you got to awesome. go out. What, what, what's the rule book say? And uh, how do I. Right. How do I smoke a unicate? How do I smoke a unicate? Or Joe Vardy. <coughs> or Joe Vardy. So now we're just going to take a picture of you, and Sean has a little video thing for you, and then you can leave. Then I can pee. 
Well, yeah. you can do if all that at once if right you want. Now, yeah, yeah, just somewhere over there, yeah. though. Don't get it on the stuff. Well, when the Baja we wore a Texas catheter, so 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 you could sit there and talk all night and pee. That's <laughs> why you're looking right at somebody. Oh yeah. Like, so. <laughs> yeah. When when we got when we got to the finish line. Your finish line was here, and, and they gave you the paperwork. But then, then they had a big metal stage. Yeah. And, and when the truck in front of you left, you went to the metal stage. And you got to stay until the next truck showed up. We were an hour ahead of the next truck. Okay. And Ducati was one of their sponsors. I've always supported my sponsor. Yeah. So they just kept bringing cold, cold Ducatis. Right. And so, and, and we're, you know, after you, you've been up for 36 hours in the same filthy suit and stuff. Sure. So you just drink it. And so... There's like thousands of little Mexicans walking around. There's nowhere and no and no porta johns. You know, which what you are know, you gonna do? So you just walk over to the curb and yeah. with your Texas catheter, you know, you just right. I like that you looked around. I don't think Mexicans is. There's nothing offensive just, about saying just, that. That is just a no, race that's of people. They, when you're in Mexico, there. people are Mexican. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> awesome because they, they let kids out of school the whole week. Yeah, it's a big, yeah, yeah, big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, which yeah. probably wouldn't have made a difference anyway. But, but, but at least they. Uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, so okay. I'm, that would let's retract what I just said. <laughs> okay. Sorry. You can call it, if they're from Mexico. You can call them Mexican. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's when you say they're uneducated. No. Anyway. <laughs> you said they wouldn't have been there. Uh, fair enough. No, yeah. I, there, it wouldn't have wouldn't mattered to me. It's an attendance thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an attendance That's thing. Fair. Yeah, okay. it's an attendance thing. I had the yeah. ADD okay. thing. Okay. You know, we're good. <laughs> Talk to me more than 12 minutes and I'm out here. <laughs> There's a bright light over there. Yeah, right? Yeah. I got some keys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Awesome. It just rattles something. Yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. You'll be all right. I'm good to go. Yeah, cool. But, no, but right. yeah, so so the Texas Catherine, that's where you pee in the, down the down the, you know, uh, down down the tube. Okay. And uh, so when we left the free run there, they they said, oh by the way, go get your Texas Catherine. I go, what the cat shit is that? They go, that, that that's the thing you wear over your little deal there, and, and and you put a tube on it and run it out your shoe, but run it run it just above the top of your shoe. Okay. So I went to my Walgreens in D Land, Florida, and I asked a little girl. I said, I, I need a Texas Catherine. She said, what? <laughs> I said, I don't know. It's, I need a Texas Catherine. And so she looked it up. She said, oh, insertion or external? I go, oh, you ain't inserting jack on this white boy. I, I go. <laughs> so then she says, well, well, what size? I go, what size are you coming? She goes, uh, well, we got nine millimeter, ten. I go, millimeter? Who's no. measuring ten millimeters? Right. I got a yardstick at the house. I don't know. You mean, I don't use all of it. But I go, what, but what, what the hell? <laughs> How do, Who yeah. would know? I, give me one of each. Give right. me one of each. Right. So, so, so it's like a big rubber, you know, but, but, with, a, but with a nipple on the end of it. Okay. That's exactly Proceed. what it is. Yeah. So, so I stopped at AutoZone. I go, I, I need a three-eighths nipple to go on the end of this. And they go, they, I said, they got copper. I go, you got no plastic nipple? Oh, they go, no. God. I go, oh, man. Carp. And they told me, wear it around the house for a day <laughs> to, to get used to it. I go, but I, didn't, I, but I, I, missed, I missed a part of that sentence. So, so I take it home, and I put the damn thing on uh, without the nipple because I go, there's got to be a plastic nipple somewhere. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. going to do rock auto yeah. or something. I'm going don't, online. Don't go and copper. Find a plastic nipple. Yeah. So I wear it for a day. You know, not a big deal. Not a big deal because I ain't wearing the hose and all that uh, so at night they go take it off, and I don't know what they use. I don't know what kind of Loctite they put that sandwich on with, right. but it, it wouldn't come back off. You know, and, 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 and you start rolling, and it, and it catches a hair here and a hair. And I go, oh, shit, this is gonna be the long. So I went and drank a couple of beers to steady my hands. I got some scissors, and, uh, and, and and so so I had some little nose hair clipper, and so I gotta clip this sandwich off. I go, this is gonna be the longest, worstest race I ever did in my entire life. Just getting this damn thing off. So I got it off, and and and, and, and I, hey, this is serious. So, so I get down there and go, and, and I, so I got my brass nipple. I, I, I went and got some uh, clear line uh, fuel hose, three eighths fuel hose, you know, sure, back at work. Sure, yeah. And I get there, and, and we got our radios hooked up for for uh, for whatever channel we're on. Uh, they had these little bags for fifteen bucks. You could get everything, plastic nipple. And I go, oh yeah, yeah, I'll take one. That's of those. what I need. Yeah. yeah. So we all got those, and 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 the glue wasn't near as bad. So, <laughs> so 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 we put it. So so you, so you stick it on like on like on. 
you know, at, at sunrise Saturday morning, and you got to wear it through Sunday or whatever days were there. Anyway, okay. Okay. so 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 you run out, but I go. I'm not gonna run mine over top of my shoe. I don't want to pee in my shoe. Yeah, so, right. so I so I, I, let, I hung out back in my suit. Yeah, sure. You know? right. And so when we go around, you know, talking like you and I are talking, you, you practice. Just leaving you know? little puddles yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can tell. I, and I'll be talking to Larry, my co-driver. You know, his eyes glaze over a tiny bit. I go, sure enough, he's puddling. Uh, but you, so you could tell almost. It's like the great escape. She's like great, dropping yeah. a little so, bit. So, of so we so and the first time, the first time you you, you go, you know, it, it's probably time to pee. You know, let's let's try it. So you're driving, you know. Uh, 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 you ever tried? Yeah, you know, yeah. I know we've all peed and driven, but have you tried to pee and drive? And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard to make yourself pee. Yeah. So, so I finally got it working. Uh, it's pretty warm. It's pretty. Oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we stopped. We got stuck. We got stuck. And and they got. There's a silt down there. Yeah. That's yeah. finer. Yep. yep. Than any flower you've ever. In, yeah. Anyway, so we get stuck in the silt. We've dug it out. So before we get back in, Larry said. Probably all people are out here go, oh, good idea. Yeah. So we're standing there talking to each other. So I turn around and get back in the buggy, and, and my, my left leg gets caught on something. Like, God damn it. You know how you pull and you, you yeah, like, right. like when you shoot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm tugging, I'm tugging. I'm gonna, then I realize, oh, shit, I'm like three feet away. He, he stepped on my goddamn my hose. And, and so I'm yelling, don't move, don't move. And I'm headed back toward him. He moved. Uh, and here it comes. Oh, shit. So I'm trying to grab it, and I'm trying to grab it, but I missed it. And, 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 I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm rolling on the ground, and he goes, what's wrong? You broke my dick. And There's no way. I broke, oh, yeah, you broke my dick. How? Oh, oh. So he goes, but we got to go. I go, I know, I know. I'm losing time. Put me in the car. I got to go. I go. You drive. You drive. I can't drive. So he hops in, and we take off, and we get stuck in a few minutes again. And, 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 they, and, and, and they tell us, hey, take a bunch of ones and a bunch of fives. So, so they, they're pulling some locals out in an old Bronco, you know, yeah, right. and, and we're tooting the horn and tooting the horn. And so he said, get your money out. So I'm, I wave like, like, like 10 $1 bills. Oh, green yeah. nose. And they come running yeah. over and hook us up. Right. Take us up. So next time I got to pee, I'm, I'm nervous. I might loosen this thing up. <laughs> and, and so I'm sitting there trying to pee. And, and also, it's getting warmer and warmer and warmer. Oh, no, I'm not going right. And then finally, <laughs> well, it got some silt in the end of it, and so it was stopped uh, up. Right, uh, when right, I finally right. blew it out, I go, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> because I, I wasn't running my suit. I got, I got another 12 hours wearing a suit. Uh, you know, so that, that didn't happen. Oh, it was traumatic. You think race car driving is just big glamour and all that shit? Yeah, and no, and pretty women and all Texas that. Texas catheters yeah, just getting yeah, clogged uh, up. I hear you. Jesus. I hear right. you. It was, uh, but 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 in the winter circle, right, right. in the winter circle, that was neat because you could stand there and drink at the coffee and pee, you know. And, right. Uh, yeah. For like an hour. You know? It's like when you're in a hot tub. Like, notice no one's got yeah. in this hot tub in like four hours. Hot tubs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Man, yeah, everyone's been in here a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and drinking. That's excellent. Well, thanks for that. That's the best intro story of all time. <laughs> That's your whole intro. Bonk. Continental presents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. All right. Do you actually have to go pee? Yeah, but I. But but but, but it's like Baja. I can I can. You're wearing a catheter. You're just doing Got it right it. now. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> just pee right here. But uh, no. So if, if we if we're done, done yeah. We're yeah. Good. yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. Cool. I'm happy. Yeah. I would say Continental's uh, got the check.
So that was Terrier Wood. Lovely guy. Very funny. A lot of great stories and insight into the sport. We need to say a very special thank you to Terry because his mother was literally on the last days of her life. And he found the time to sit down with us down in Punta Gorda where she lived. And a couple of days after the recording, Miss Ann, as he refers to her, uh, peacefully passed away. And uh, we just want to say thanks again to Terry for making the time for us we actually told him hey look if you're if you're not up to it he said no 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 let's do it and uh and it was a lot of fun and uh, i think he appreciated you know getting away and having a chance to talk about racing so once again thank you acura continental tire and uh, you guys have been doing a great job of tagging them in the products that you've bought because of the show that's what's keeping the show going and that is very important so thank you thank you thank you and uh final thought if anyone has any reach uh within uh, sam elliott sam elliott would love to sit down with him. Sam Elliott. And never talk about race. Right. Just want to hang out with him. And we thought maybe you guys can make that happen. So let's hear some music. I like music. This is Marza Panther. That's M-A-R-Z-A Panther. They are available on SoundCloud. This is Race Car. Also, shout out to CJ Purdy, who recommended uh, Terry Earwood. Hope you enjoyed. Like a race car at a dead end You've grown callous and you've grown grim You've seen it all, even the stars Now glory's gone, all you have is scars Run with me Take me to the ocean's end Fly with me Make me feel like Let me live my whole life alone Sing to me Tell me what we have is enough It is enough Now you're so old but you're still so young Pay to learn how the people have fun Take your hand but you pull it away the sun is set, but we're still away. Yeah, we're still away. Come with me, take me to the ocean, sun. Fly with me, make me feel I'm young again. Fly with me, let me live my whole.